If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This week in PlayStation, we've been playing games. We're going back to 1994, and we're picking the best indie game ever on PlayStation. We'll have all this and more because this is PSI Love You XOXO. Welcome to the show, everybody. That's Blessing. That's Jen and I'm Greg. And you can get this show on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. There you can watch us record it live, get it ad-free, and get the weekly post show. If you have no bucks to toss our way, support us on the Epic Game Store, Fortnite, Rocket League, and more with the creator code KINDOFUNNY. You can get PS I Love You XOXO free with ads and without the post show on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, and podcast services around the globe each and every week thank you to our patreon producers fargo brady delaney twinning james hastings casey andrew today we're brought oh, delaney twining again this is still ah, something i got you wow. you know wow. well you say delaney twinning blessing he pays for, us all this money and you can't remember his last name you know what i'm the million dollar man over here i don't care <laughs> i'm just laughing in your face delaney twining i appreciate it. but again ladies and gentlemen so many people you know they see and janet you you can attest to this they see the historic, the incomparable, the Mount Rushmore of the video game industry, Greg Miller character. And they see him, you know, throwing out jabs and barbs and doing this thing. And so when I, they see me say their name wrong, they, they sit there and they go, oh, great master. It's okay. We accept that. And that you don't have to when you're actually, when you're paying the money on Patreon to get your name right. You're, it's allowed, you're allowed to say, like Delaney Twining did finally, after years of us saying his name wrong, told us it the right way. The people who watch for free, y'all can get fucked. That's on you. I don't care about you. Uh, today, we're brought to you by, of course, Chime and Me Undies, but we'll start with a PSN message from you. Janet, how much do you miss my house? You were here over the weekend for a brunch. How much do you miss hanging out with us? I miss Ben a lot, mm, mm, mm. probably. That, that that It started to fade, but like Ben won me over. By it was my first time actually meeting Ben because sure. I've been in the house when Ben was in the house, but I didn't like you know dab him up or anything because he was asleep um sure, sure fair but enough. yeah ben's awesome 10 out of 10 big fan of ben yeah um it's funny because i took um a few video clips like just during my trip to put into a video just for like me and my family like it's not like a public contenty thing i just wanted sure. like a video of our trip so i did have a clip from your house um that i took briefly and my brother's like why is do they have such a big table for two people and a baby i did tell my dad um i'm like hey i went to like my boss i don't, I don't know if that, i guess you're my boss right i went to my boss's house he has all these pears please go eat these pears please i did eat one of the lemons yesterday though good so lemon, we're working right? our way through we're working our way through it was a good lemon right yeah it was a great lemon um i mean i Damn put right. it into like another drink so i don't I feel like it didn't it didn't have its time to shine alone, but sure. 
Yeah. But I mean, if it made the drink good, you know, then it's you can talk to how good the lemon is. Yeah, I have um, I have a sore throat, which hopefully is just a sore throat um, that I've had for a couple of days. It stayed flat. So I think I'm j- it's just a sore throat. Okay. Um, but I drank uh, I've been drinking the hot hitting the hot toddies again. because oh, of it. So oh, what a way to live. So I'm God, using the lemon. The that's what that's where the lemons coming into play. So um, and I slept great last night, too. I was like, you were knocked out. I'm like, it's because I had those hot toddies. Dude, hot toddies will knock you out. That's the one reason yeah. why I do. I, I do like him is like I drink a hot toddy and I'm knocked out at 8 p.m. Like yeah, but I was I, I was hitting the hot toddies. I was watching the fires and Firewatch. Like I was prepping for the show. You know, I was doing that sure. work. Oh, I yeah. appreciate, it. of course. Yeah, big episode, ladies and gentlemen. We are crowning PlayStation's best indie darling. But before that, we do, of course, have a PSN message. This time, it's not from you, ladies and gentlemen. It's from the April 1995 issue of one, the one and only Electronic Gaming Monthly. That's number 69, of course. Not It's not a joke. It's, I don't know why I, that happened. But, uh, of course, I subscribe to that video game classic video game magazine subscription where they send you a classic video one from the Video Game Museum. Uh, History not, Foundation. History Foundation. Thank you very much. Uh, that I put on the map, and then when they you know got overloaded with uh, orders, they, they credited Kotaku. Who wrote a story about me tweeting about it so thanks for nothing but i still get egms from him and that's pretty great however ladies and gentlemen i thought this was an interesting one as i was paging through it. the cover got ripped off by ben by the way it was a it was a cool uh mortal Kombat cover it got ripped off but i, oh, I you love is... that cover or the non-cover i guess the new cover with the game oh you Boys. love the game the old game boy ad yeah that's fucking Dude, awesome like not only do i love reading the the magazine i get every month from the video games what is it janet you gotta finish history it. foundation video history yeah i like it every month because of a cool it's cool to read old reviews and get it i'm always hopeful for an egm a lot of times i open up as a nintendo power that goes in the bin to go to tim you know that's a tim thing he gets very excited for those uh and i like reading obviously what people thought of video games at the time and the, how wrong they were about rumors and things like that but then the ads dude the ads are from on, on another level because people oh, were just yeah. people were fucking insane on <laughs> trying to sell video games. It was insane. I love it so much. Because even like even just look at the fucking Punisher one on the back. Like that's just fucking, oh you hell you yeah. don't see that kind of shit anymore, right? That's Evil awesome. can run, but it can't hide. Now what year was this again? This is ninety five. Uh, yeah, ninety five. This is 95. April ninety five. So this would have been the March okay. ninety five. March nineteen ninety five when this one came out. But the PSN message we're gonna read is uh, a cover story. It had a, it was on the cover before, but there he goes like. Are you ready for the PlayStation 2? Now, remember what I just talked about. 95, everybody, all right? They're talking about 95 here in the United States, all right? This is the one, the only Steve Harris uh, for EGM who says, are you ready for the PlayStation 2? Uh, Before the PSX even hits, EGM learns there is another. Never has the hype surrounding the launch of a new game system been as red hot as the buzz for Sony's impending premiere of the PlayStation Mega Machine. Boasting a 32-bit RISC processor, special polygon engine, and the ability to display millions of graphic characters in over 16 million colors have left developers so eager to dig into the system they'll be hard-pressed to push the limits. Using a CD-ROM storage medium, the PlayStation is a dream machine for publishers who will no longer have to worry about huge car inventories or the guesswork associated with estimating how many copies of a particular product will sell cd-roms can be produced in days to whatever order numbers your local retailers place at a fraction of what nintendo and sega charge for cart production recently however sony computer entertainment the company responsible for the launch of the playstation around the world held a meeting that tipped sony's cards just a bit and gave the gaming industry its first glimpse of sony's long-term battle plans while this meeting was ostensibly held to get current and potential PlayStation developers together to learn some ins and outs of the new system, there was hard information about Sony's future blueprints for the PlayStation brand name. In addition to sounding quite confident 
that there would be no problem getting the PlayStation into hands of retailers by the proposed September launch date. Sony Europe presenter Ian Hetherington uh, took a few jabs at one of PlayStation's most outspoken critics, Trip Hawkins. Quote, people look at us as a consumer electronics company, explained uh, Harrington. We, or I'm sorry, and some, of, some use that Sony doesn't know how to argument. Unfortunately for Trip, I think we do. Uh, Hetherington uh, went on to say that he feels 3DO's attempts to obtain a portion of the video game market have come and gone. The most stunning news from this introduction, however, was the announcement by Sony that they intend to release a new, a new PlayStation hardware unit in 1997 to upgrade the architecture being introduced this year in PlayStation 1. Dubbed the PlayStation 2, this system appears to be poised to introduce a real link between the typical gamer platforms and a true interface with the information superhighway. How the system will accomplish this task, whether or not it will be downwardly compatible with PlayStation 1 games, as well as additional enhancements over Sony's first deck were not discussed. And Sony officials contacted by EGM offered no relevant details. Blessing? If that's not enough, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't say blessing in this. I added that he wasn't. If that's not enough, Sony also announced they plan to unveil a PlayStation 3 in the year 2003. And Whoa. it will be designed to take them to the year 2011. While one can speculate that a PlayStation 4 would subsequently be forthcoming, Sony's confidence, parentheses, in eight-year user life cycle would set a new record for video games and most other electronic goods has to be admired. I'm impressed. For what video game? Sony calling their fucking shot like this? Yeah. Hey, we're going to talk We're gonna talk to you. We haven't even launched this fucking thing in America yet. We're going to talk to you about where we're going with the PlayStation 3 by 2011. The fact, I mean, they got those dates kind of off. But the fact that, honestly, the fact that they're like, oh, yeah, the PlayStation 3 will wrap by 2011. That even is closer than I would have expected for them to, to get that factoid. Because the PlayStation 4 came out in, the 20, in 2013. So that's only two years off. Um, the fact that they're talking about the, the information superhighway uh, in regards to the PS2, like, th this is fairly prophetic. Like, they, they, they did a really good job calling their shot here. This is really impressive. It's so weird to look back at. It's, it like, and again, especially, again, remember, this is as they Steve wrote at the beginning of the article, Steve Harris at EGM. Like, this is before technically it was out in the United States that they were out here saying all this shit, that they're talking about all this shit. And they're talking about, yeah, the PlayStation 2 and bridging it and, like, 97 didn't exactly come together for them right for playstation 2 no. of course october 26 to 2000 for the playstation 2 in america um i i was trying to when i was reading and i was like well maybe they were talking about the ps1 the redesign and i was like no that doesn't check either, that's what that i that's what well. i assumed too yeah when you got there i was like oh they're just talking about the redesign of the ps1 but then as they continue it's like oh no they're definitely talking about the ps2 which yeah. puts 1997 an interesting place because like even we'd, we'd have uh or we had multiple iterations of consoles by then right like we had seen the jump from nes to snes to n64 they should know that a console generation is going to last more than two than two years but maybe they thought that it was going to be so rapid the development and how important the internet and other than like power and all this stuff was going to be for their games that they're like no we're gonna have to we're gonna have to update this thing in a couple of years uh it's also wild to think like imagine us publishing i guess an episode like two years ago about the PlayStation six. Like that's essentially what this article is, right? It's talking <laughs> about two consoles ahead. Yeah. And, and you know, for an industry so guarded and it's our secrets now, right? I remember too when, you know, we were leading up to, you know, PlayStation Four and what were they gonna call it? Were they really gonna call it the PlayStation Four? Were they gonna get away from that? Were they gonna change the naming cycle of it? And then for this article from nineteen ninety five, you're like, Oh yeah, you assume it comes to a PlayStation Four. You're like we were dumb to ever oh, think but then when you away. see the logo it just hits different also wasn't this just to reread that line they said they were going to unveil the ps3 in 2003 but that it would take them to the year 
2011. Don't they mean like we're going to drop hardware in 03 that is so advanced that it is That'll of last. the year 2011? Like that's what oh, they meant that... by that. They, they, I thought they, they meant oh, really they drop. Go ahead, Janet. Um, I was saying that they weren't saying they were going to drop the PlayStation 3 in 2011. They said they planned to unveil a PS3 yeah. in 2003 oh, yeah. that would take them to the year 2011. See, I read that as like the lifespan, the lifespan of the PS3 is going to be from 03 to 2011. Oh, and that's what I, Steve I, Harris I, says too. That's he it follows like, up an eight-year user life cycle would be a new record. So yeah, he is yeah. Saying, saying that yeah, it would go the whole way. Which honestly, eight-year user life cycle. That's about right, right? Like, yeah. what, the PS3 came out 2006? That's correct. Uh, and then the PS4 came out 2013. 13. Uh, so that's almost seven. Fair. That's seven years. Yeah, yeah, that's right there, right? And that was, yeah. you know, such a big thing. Yeah, PlayStation been calling their shots. I'm, I'm, it sucks they didn't talk about PlayStation 6, because we would know then. If this article mentioned PlayStation 6, we would know when PlayStation 6 is coming. <laughs> I would love for them to be like, yeah, and PlayStation 6 is going to come with, and they just start naming features. And we're We've just also like, been thinking about handhelds. Let's talk about the PSP. I also feel like you'd never get a story like this today. That, like, no. <laughs> a manufacturer would never be like, oh, here's our next. Like, you're lucky to get any of anything with any plan at some point. Uh, I guess in the modern era, this would be a, a PlayStation blog innocuously dropped on like a Wednesday afternoon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that it would, Janet, that it would. No, you you know, you say that and it was what? Um, yesterday on Games Daily, I read a story. I'm scrolling through to find out where, which one. I'm not even the right story. It was the, the Games Daily blessing where me and Sam were making fun of uh, corporate speak versus independent speak. Tuesday. But who was the guy I want to oh, make fun of? Oh, it was a it was a delay because there were two delays that happened in a row. Right, 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 right. So right, it would have right, been right, the right, delay. Right. What two games got delayed? It doesn't matter. Anyways, it's just the corporate speak and how they say nothing on an investor call. They just use word salad to get around everything. They give you no hard answers. They give you things are still in development. Oh, it was when they delayed Midnight Suns. So it was two K. Yeah. So it was Strauss Zelnick. Strauss Zelnick was just saying something but nothing at the same time just to burn call <laughs> you know gets, he gets asked a question on this investor call and he's just saying a bunch of goddamn gibberish to be like yeah the game is delayed why oh don't worry about it games get delayed it's fine everything's gonna be okay we're gonna have a good time don't worry about it and the games are good okay bye like then you have like 1995 playstation's like oh thank you for asking that question about the playstation one let me talk about the playstation 3 and work backwards <laughs> let me tell you what's <laughs> going to be happening in 2003 and how we think that's going to carry us to name you know. drop playstation 4 real quick that's yeah, like exactly. that's like current playstation talking about playstation 8 it's like no they would never do such a thing i think partly because we have the established um life cycles now where you expect a game a console is going to last seven to eight years or something like that and so like when you mention playstation 8 you're talking about decades from now whereas for them they're like oh yeah we're gonna have the ps3 by 2003 which very much didn't happen it's so it felt like near future to them i guess in like if you bring it to the modern day standards right that's essentially like if playstation started talking about the playstation 5 pro coming out in two years which feels more feasible um and more realistic realistic but even that is like playstation wouldn't do that they wouldn't even talk about the playstation 5 pro now if it's planned for 2024 or whatever they would wait until maybe 2024 to start talking about it so this is very fascinating. A fun time. A look back. Everybody go to the what, Janet? The Video Game History Foundation. And you can sign up there and get a magazine delivered. It's like, so the deal is they try, they're trying to make an archive of every video game magazine. So when they get duplicates, they go into a pile and then you can sign up and you pay. I think it's 20 bucks a month and they send you a, a random pull of one. And I've had a great time with it. I don't know how, how I'll do it, but maybe this is like once we're finally back in the studio in 2025. Sure. Uh, I have EGM DVDs from i want to say 2002 2003 
where it is just a bunch of trailers for PS2 games and, and probably Xbox and um, whatever, uh, GameCube. Um, it's just like it, like a bunch of trailers for the years, um, and I haven't gone back and watched it in a long time. Maybe there there probably could be like a PS Love You intro or something there, where like once we're in the studio, we put it on and like oh, that'd be dope, all yeah. the games that are that were being promoted for the PS2 in like O3 or whatever. Blessing, Janet. Great. It's time. It's time for topic of the show. <laughs> Blessing, what unholy hell are you about to unleash on us? Uh, it is the unholy hell of the best ever PlayStation indie darling bracket. Now, people <laughs> love our bracket. People it rolls, <laughs> rolls right off the tongue, Janet. <laughs> people love our bracket episodes, and people love. When they love to hate them. I think. When we randomly seed the games, that's what they, that's what they love the most. Uh, and I forget what spawned this. I think it was just a random conversation of us talking about indies and like what is the best indie darling? How that make a, a, a good bracket? How um, are you defining indie darling? I I have a million questions for you that I'm sure right now many people in their UPS trucks driving around have as well. Yeah. So I mean, start why, there. Why, why am I the czar of this? I feel like you built the bracket. A, you made this happen. It was a team. Well, uh, the audience built the bracket. If you remember, we put out a form. What a, a, what a great form. way to fucking We're throw it on that. blame now. early. I, I'm just saying, I, this is, most of these games are based off of their submissions. We made a Google form, put it on Patreon. The Patreon mm-hmm. kids went in. They submitted their games. And, and the way it happened, there were about 30 indie games from that form that stood out. That had more than one um, or quite, at least quite a few entries each. I pulled each of those games and came up okay. with 30, 30. And I actually, actually, it probably came down to, I added a, a couple more, around 35 games from that form that I pulled from the audience. I then needed to fill, fill in the rest of the bracket um, because I wanted it to be 64 games. So from there, I reached out to you, Greg. I reached out Hi. to the one and only Barrett Courtney. I reached out to myself. And then Janet Garcia was on vacation, so I went on her, on her GG apps list um, to pull games. And we each submitted games that were missing from the 30 that we felt needed to be talked about um on the bracket and gotcha. so like that's how i culminated the games it was mostly audience and so if you guys are mad about the games that are included on the list be mad at yourselves and if you're mad about the seating on the list be mad at god and or satan because it was randomly seated i appreciate that you stole my line there i appreciate that quite a Thank bit you. uh so ladies and gentlemen before we even get into it any further i'm sure you're all like 64 games it's gonna be we've done this before obviously you've seen this happen you know it's a living hell to try to navigate in your own head you could if you want on your own screen go to kind of funny.com slash ps indies that would bring up the twitter uh, post we put up that has just the blank bracket so you have all 64 games there you can see the different brackets of course we have the circle division cross division triangle division square division you can keep up that way that way you don't have to try to keep it all in your head or you can just listen to the madness unfold as we go through now the biggest thing again i will stress again you had your chance ladies and gentlemen to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games and submit your indies and for what you think should be there so if your game isn't on here guess who you got to blame your cheap fucking ass all right exactly it what wasn't like it's not like you're not asking for a 30 dollars to go in there and talk about a thing you love yeah blessing at eoj junior from kind of funny.com well, i think this is where you're driving towards right well i mean what constitutes in indie darling for this bracket because we had back and forths about we did certain games did. that i threw in there where it was like, oh, does this count? Like, does this, you know, does, does this work? You know, one of the games that I, that I had originally was Hellblade. And that led to a whole conversation of what are we viewing as indie? What are we viewing as indie for this list? What are we viewing as an, as an indie darling? Because for me, Hellblade was kind of the line. Because that is a game that even the studio describes as 
triple i right like it's an yeah. indie game Still made new. by 20 people it was published independently right this is before hellblade this is before ninja theory was bought yeah i think there's a couple games like that that pop up here by the way if, if your game was published independently if you were an independent studio when your game got published great if you got bought by epic later on a la rocket league and psionics you were still counting yeah. rocket league and the way the way i thought about it after talking to you was that all right let's just focus on the most narrow definition of indie because indie is a thing that you can expand out to mean so many different things like the witcher sure. 3 is indie because that was self-published by uh cd project right like at what point do you have that cut off of no we can't include life is strange and hellblade and like certain games that kind of straddle the line of both budget and production but then also um being independently published and all that stuff and so the way that i uh brought it to you was you know i view it the way that like you describe porn or like if somebody says define <laughs> porn it is you know it when you see it you, like, you know, <laughs> I know right now I mean, technically this is the supreme you know, court's many, decision many, at the time I'm like, man, yeah, when I'll i hang out this discord it. call it just gets really crazy i guess so the way i define indie darling is you know it when you see it okay okay same way the supreme court defines porn and that was before the supreme court got all wacky um so that's that again it's randomly seated so we took all your picks we took all of our picks we put them in the hopper like bingo and we rolled it so I don't want to hear when people are like, oh, this should have been the championship. This should have been a Final Four. That's that's on God and or Satan. We're not going to be held responsible for that, Janet. Right. Okay, so two things. One, uh, in the chat, MCAP33 says, I can't wait for the double-A mid-power bracket, and it took everything in me not to laugh. <laughs> and just the naming <laughs> and the concept. Um, yeah, stay tuned. I'm sure that'll be next, maybe. MCAP33 is also the person in the chat who said, oh, God, that Parasite Eve thing still gives me the sweats. <laughs> when we did the, <laughs> where Parasite Eve ran that remake bracket that one time we wanted. I mean, like, every single one of our brackets... Can happen out here. Every single any... one of our brackets have that, like... I remember listening Moment. to that. That's back when I was just a, an angry listener instead of an sure. angry participant. <laughs> well. um, but, okay, so the last question, I think, is how are we basing who advances? Is it just the better game, or is there, like, the indie vibes? Does that Janet, matter? See, here's you? the thing. This is much like the Supreme Court. You've been elected for life on this. So when you get there, you are making your own calls. You're going to judge Oh, man. Calls. Well, what kind of calls are yeah. you making, just so, like, just so I know? <laughs> I, yeah, I, I will judge them on a case-by-case -case basis. Okay. I'm leaning on just, <laughs> I, is it a it good be, game? Mainly, is I think it's going to be what I think is the better game. I think I'm yes. going to go with what's the better game. Okay. Yeah. And that will include games where I'm like, I you didn't even play this, but I know that's a better game or whatever. About it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And for me, this is like slightly different from the PlayStation character back bracket where we were judging the best PlayStation character. Right. You know, and, so, and to some extent, it's like, well, this character means more to PlayStation yeah. than this other character. Whereas for me, I look at this, and I, I think there might be some of those cases here, but I think... When you're comparing just game to game, the criteria for me becomes more about, all right, which game had better storytelling? Which game had better gameplay? Which game had better characters? Which game looked better? Which game has a better art style? Like, I think those are the more interesting criteria as opposed to like, oh, this game means a lot to PlayStation. I think there's, right. there might be bonus points there. There might be extra sure. credit. You know, shout out to Resogun for really being a PlayStation-ass indie. But... Does that put it above other games for me? We'll have to see. We'll have to wait and see. We will have to wait and see. So before we dive in, ladies, actually, you know what? Here's what I want to do. Mm -hmm. I'm going to read through the entire bracket as we do. All right? And I'll tell you, again, for you audio listeners out there, which where we're a circle, we're across, those are on top of each other, then the other side of the bracket, triangle, square on top of each other. Then we have one question from Cozy Bear, once we have all the games on the top of our mind, all right? Then we will go to work, ladies and gentlemen. And actually, Roger, remind me. After the question, 
we'll do an ad break because <laughs> okay. this is gonna okay. go fucking long. Anyways, though, here here's how the breakdowns of the the games go. Okay. <sighs> PlayStation's Best Indie Darling, presented by PS I Love You XOXO. In the circle bracket, we have The Forgotten City versus Dead Cells. Fuck. <laughs> Stardew Valley versus Oxenfree. Return of the Obra Dinn versus Celeste. What Remains of Edith Finch versus Shovel Knight. Sound Shapes versus Moss. Toem versus Thimbleweed Park. Iconoclast versus Slay the Spire. Among Us versus Doki Doki Literature Club. That is the circle brackets, or circle division. Your cross division looks like this. Gone Home versus Firewatch. Fuck. Hyperlight Drifter versus Disco Elysium. Pyre versus Graceful Explosion Machine. Super Meat Boy versus Short Hike. Beat Saber versus Death's Door. Cuphead versus Hotline Miami. Kenna, I always forget. Kenna, Kena, what, what Kena. Kena. Kena Bridge of Spirits versus Sifu. Limbo versus Ali Ali World. Oh man. <laughs> Rest in peace, Ali Ali World. You tried on that <laughs> one. This is a brutal killing. Uh, Telltale Walking Dead versus Hollow Knight. Uh, Nobody Saves the World versus Sayonara Wild Hearts. Rocket League versus Nidhogg. No Man's Sky versus Bug Snacks. Fez versus Hades. Bastion versus Journey. Inside versus Outer Wilds. Fat Princess versus Guacamelee. <laughs> Rogue Legacy versus Overcome. Oh, I'm sorry. Now we're into the square bracket. Square bracket. That, the last one was the triangle. I apologize. Yeah, that uh, Fat Princess versus Guacamelee was the end of the triangle division. Uh, square bracket uh, looks like this. Rogue Legacy versus Overcooked. After Party versus Chicory. Fury versus Stray. Titan Souls versus Undertale. Uh, Fall Guys versus Little Nightmares 2. Rezogun versus Costume Quest. Uh, Guacamelee 2 versus Severed. And then Super Hot versus The Witness. Now, God damn, that, th- this might be the toughest bracket to date. I think this is the one we're going to struggle with the most out of all the brackets we've done so far. Also, it's interesting because I feel like these first rounds are either easy, easy, or just like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's going to be a lot of discussion we're going to have to go through. I had people also message me like, yo, where's this game? Where's that, that game? Where's Ori in the Blind Forest? Where, first of all, that's your fault. Second of all, these are PlayStation games. This is a PlayStation podcast. So, like, if you're asking where's Katana Zero, think about where that game exists on. Sure, great call. And think great about call. how I almost put that on the list before I realized <laughs> once again that that was a PlayStation game and I've made that mistake before. One day they're going to import it. Yeah, I appreciate you to. doing this, uh, Blessing. Of course, that's what you jumped on this. You made sure this bracket happened. You built the bracket. You did all the games. And I did absolutely no fact checking on it. So if any of it is wrong, it is completely on your shoulders. That's on me. Hear, I, I don't and I'll it. take it. Thank you very much. Is After Party on PlayStation? I don't honestly know. It is, it is, it is. Okay. Yeah. It is. I've started it several times and never advanced very far in it. I wonder how it'll fare in this vote-off. Ah, <laughs> uh, Cozy Bear writes into patreon.com slash games just like you can. It says, before you determine the best PlayStation indie game, which indie game do you think is the biggest dark horse contender on the bracket? Janet, when you look at this, and I know I'm throwing it right to you here, you know, okay. I, is there anything that you look at and you're like, man, that could make a run? That's something you wouldn't normally think of, and that could make a run. Ooh, that I, that you wouldn't normally think of. Um, I mean, so Dark Horse is right. Um, you know, mm, Dark Horse is like maybe underdog, no, right? maybe No yeah. Man's Sky. Yeah. Um, because I spoilers for a few hours from now. I feel like that has a pretty good chance at edging out Bug Snacks just from scope, and I think its scope and transformation over time and the community it's built is kind of what gives it a little bit of edge, even though. It's kind of contentious in the sense that I think a lot of us here haven't spent a crazy amount of time with it. And it obviously had a very rough launch, but there's like a certain culture and vibe there that I feel like 
before looking at this bracket, you might not think about that as a game that could go far, but I feel like that might be a, a sleeper a little bit. For sure, for sure, for sure. Bless, do you have one? Over in the chat, Casey says Resogun makes the final four lock it in. I think that's a fascinating pick. I no like way. that. I like where your head's <laughs> No at. way. I, but I, I think, I mean, I love Resogun, but I do think that specific bracket is tough with some of their games because one of the ones I was going to bring up from that same part of the bracket is Fall Guys. Fall Guys, I don't necessarily mm. think of as one of the best mm. PlayStation indie games, but it is one that I believe all three of us here have played and yeah. enjoyed a lot. And like, I think that has it has a lot of things going for it for how different it is and how quality it is and how and it's it's staying power and it launching on PS Plus. So if having that PlayStation, PlayStation connection, I think there's a lot of arguments you can make for Fall Guys that I wouldn't automatically like seeing this bracket. I wouldn't <laughs> automatically have that one be the one sure. to jump out, but I think it'll probably make it pretty far because of what it is. It's not a dark horse, I guess, but for me, I'm going to be very interested. And granted, I'm, I probably voted for a lot of these games, and I know Barrett tossed them in too, but you know I do love Drinkbox. And Drinkbox, well represented on this. And so I'm not saying I mean, that's a – I think – I always think of Drinkbox when I think of indies and PlayStation. I'll be interested to see where Guacamelee, Guacamelee 2, uh, the, the other one, Nobody Saves the World is on here as well. Did Severed make it or no? Did Severed it not is. make it on? It's on here. Oh, Severed's yeah. on here too? Holy shit. Oh, but, but they're fighting the first round of the square bracket. Guacamelee 2 versus Severed. Holy fuck. It's going to be interesting. I'm going to be interested to see where it all nets out, ladies and gentlemen. But it is about that time to get this bracket started. Uh, Before add, we oh, do, though, <laughs> let me remind you that you could have written in with your games over on Patreon.com slash games. On Patreon.com slash games, you can write in for crazy things like this. You could be watching live as we record this right now, so you could be voting when we need your help, or you could be yelling at us in real time and being part of the show. But most importantly for right now, you could be on Patreon.com slash games to get this entire episode ad-free. But since you're not there, let's hear a word from our sponsor. No one. And the rock means no one likes waiting on a paycheck. Especially, ladies and gentlemen, when you've got bills due. Good thing there's now Chime. Now you can get your paycheck up to two days early with direct deposit. That's up to two more days to save, pay bills, and generally just feel good about your money situation. Waiting for your money, never good. Getting your money in advance, great. Who wouldn't want that? Chime is more than about just getting paid early. It's also an award-winning mobile app, checking account, debit card, and optional savings account. So what are you waiting for? Hopefully not your paycheck. Get started with Chime today. Applying for a free account takes less than two minutes. Get started at Chime.com slash KF Games. That's Chime.com slash KF Games. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank NA. Members FDIC. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on the payer. Where'd the sunglasses go? Chime.com slash KF Games. That's Chime.com slash KF Games. Have you heard about the legendary underwear brand that's taken the podcast world by storm? Famous for their buttery soft undies and bralettes, Me Undies loves podcasts just as much as you do. It's like they're made for you and you're made for them. You're made for each other. Now, of course, ladies and gentlemen, you know I love my Me Undies because they're the most comfortable underwear I've ever had and because they have great patterns. As the king of Halloween, my candy corn pair never fails to make me smile. Everyone knows Me Undies for their super soft undies and comfy bralettes, but did you know they also make other stuff? We're talking about durable, cushy socks that will make your feet sing. They even make hoodies for your dog so you can match every important person in your life. Available in sizes XS to 4XL and tons of colors and prints. MeUndies has a great offer for my listeners. Any first-time purchasers can get 20% off plus free shipping and returns. 
to get 20% off your first order, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go to MeUndies.com slash kindoffunny. That's MeUndies.com slash kindoffunny. Janet, I'm going to leave it to you. Circle, cross, triangle, square. Where would you like to start this argument? Circle. We are starting with the circles, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we will start at the very top then. The Forgotten City versus Dead Cells. I hate that we're starting here. I hate that we're starting here. because What are you going to do, Bless? What are you going to do? do. Mr. I no, I just thought it started. Well, I read it from the top, so that's why. Top Mr. Left. Forgotten City, Blessing Eddie Uwe Jr. Then stepping up against Dead Cells. Uh, a runaway success. A juggernaut of an indie game. And, like, I don't, I wasn't that kind of funny when Dead Cells came out. I was fucking obsessed with Dead Cells. I love Dead Cells. A roguelike so good that even Nick Scarpino was obsessed with it. Like, Dead Cells was the thing that took the crown from the original Rogue Legacy for me when it came to, like, me falling in love with roguelites. Because I remember playing Rogue Legacy in, like, 2014, 2015, when I first got my PS4. And. It, it being even in early indie games honestly like it was the one that got me i was like oh shit this is really fun i got super hooked on it and then years later dead cells comes out and i'm like oh this is just <laughs> this is better rogue legacy right like it's rogue legacy with gorgeous more gorgeous pixel art you know no offense to rogue legacy obviously but like dead cells just look gorgeous the weapon rogue legacy just catching strays for no reason out here just well, rogue legacy 2 is represented on well actually no is it rogue legacy or 2 that's on here Rogue Legacy, Rogue Legacy 2 was even on PlayStation. Yeah, Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, Rogue, Rogue Legacy. But yeah, Dead Cells just had this stuff. Um, sure. what, do you, what do you guys think? Dead Cells with a bullet. Now, full disclosure, I have not finished Forgotten City. I mean, I, honestly, let's just clear that up. I don't think I, I even played it. I think I might have started it and didn't pop a trophy because it was when you were on it, but I forget. It was that. It might have been during my paternity leave that I was like, I'm going to try this. And then I was like, I'm too tired for this. And I didn't get back to it. I know how much you love it. I know for a fact it's a Greg Miller ass game. You know, it, it's the one that started as a Skyrim mod, right? And it's now, uh, you know, a time loop. And when we were doing Death Loop, we were talking a lot about it. And I know you just played it in general, enjoyed it. Yeah. But still, I think just from an outsider looking in who's read a lot and talked to you a lot about the Forgotten City a lot, and then somebody who has played Dead Cells, I didn't fall in love with Dead Cells like a lot of people did, but has played it and also read and had a lot of conversations on podcasts about it. I think Dead Cells is just a better game. Janet? I think Dead Cells is prob probably the better game, just from general conversation. I've played a little bit of both, haven't finished either. You know, I'm just not a, I'm usually not a rogue person. Um, and Forgotten City, I, it just did not grab me in that way. So I feel like we're probably going to end up giving it to Dead Cells. But I do think, I feel like there might be a conversation to be had on in terms of innovation for like how they go about, um, I guess, exemplifying their genre, right? I feel like Forgotten City while it didn't hit for me, did some interesting things that I think people will be looking back on um, in terms of smart design, from like letting you auto walk with your characters to like creating a sort of um, automatic system for like streamlining some of the loop elements of the game. Like I think there's really great craftsmanship in that that makes it special and worth noting in a way that when I feel like people talk about Dead Cells, it's generally just that it's a very good iteration within its genre, but mm. I don't know. Yeah, Forgotten City is one for me that is special because it is a kind of game that you don't get as often, right? Like, it is this essentially a detective mystery game that it has a lot of the, 
like mechanics and feel of a Skyrim or like of a, a Bethesda uh, RPG because it sure. is coming from those roots. And so you play it and you talk to a character and it does like the zoom in that Skyrim has and all that stuff, right? It feels like playing that that type of game, but it's not an RPG. It is this narrative. You are talking to people. You're trying to figure out who here broke the the golden rule. And the game is pretty hands off and letting you take it at your own pace and figuring out the the mystery for yourself. And the story just goes really cool places and really interesting places. It has, it has things to say about morality and good, good and evil. And like, um, it, 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 it also does the thing of, I forget who had the quote or the, uh, it might've been an article or an interview or something where a game developer was talking about the idea of the RPG that takes place just on a street right like the mm, rpg mm. that isn't trying to be expansive that doesn't have a big open world that is hey this is a story that is being told about this specific street corner on this neighborhood and the the kind of intimate stories that you can get out of that the forgotten city is like a beautiful example of that right it is probably like what 16 characters maybe a little bit more um that you are talking to you and building these relationships with and every character is a character every character has an arc every character is meaningful uh in that game and you know I think it gets so much more out of its character work and its stories because uh, of its setup. And I just think it goes fascinating places. But that said, uh, Dead Cells just got the gameplay. Like, Dead Cells, like, if you want to talk about a game that's pretty, right? Dead Cells, I think, you know, takes it in that category for sure. It is a really good looking game. The pixel art is incredible. You want to talk about a game that is addicting, I think Dead Cells takes it in that category. Um, you know, a game that has like longevity to it. I, I put in probably like 20 to 30 hours into Dead Cells and did not get tired. Um, yeah, I might go Dead Cells. I think Dead Cells might be my. I think my we're pick. going Dead Cells. There you go. I feel like unanimous. Yeah. Blessing there's... killed his dog behind the, the house. Know, he had to go hurt. do it and he did it. It really hurt. I appreciate that. Rest in peace. Ladies and gentlemen, Dead Cells has advanced to the next round of the PS. I love you. <laughs> XOXO. <laughs> PlayStation's best indie darling. Now we look. To Stardew Valley versus Oxenfree. Now I get to sit back and relax. I really loved Oxenfree a lot. I, I and I actually haven't spent like an inordinate amount of time with Stardew. Like I've started my farm and hot take, I do like the fishing in that game. Usually people end up not liking the fishing because they go for a completionist thing and then they're out here trying to catch one fish for like 80 hours, which I get. I get, I get why that'd be upsetting. Sure. Sure. But so it's this one's tough because I think in terms of like impact on games longevity even to a degree sauce i think most people would give it to stardew but i love oxen free and i feel like oxen free is very special um i will say a lot of people said it launched kind of broken and that's kind of a thing with night school a lot of their games don't work when they launch them but i played later so that didn't affect me so i didn't have any of any of those hang-ups um i love what oxen free does with storytelling um it is kind of a little bit of a, without spoiling it, a bit of a mindfuck game, both in what it's um, gesturing at in terms of the supernatural, but also in how it ends, but then maybe doesn't end. And I think it, like, it just emotionally puts you in very intense places. Um, and it's a game that stays with me in a way that most games don't. Um, this is probably one of my favorite games of all time. So I am actually a little bit inclined to say Oxen Free, but I think most people would say Stardew is the better game um, just because. Vote your heart. Don't worry about everybody so else. Well. Don't worry about everybody I'm gonna, else. Yeah, I'm going to throw it out there for Oxen Free then because right. that's. Mm. That's what was like that. It was it was very special to me. I also think Oxenfree is one of the few games that does teen mm -hmm. writing that isn't cringe. Um, sure. sure, Life is Strange has really gone far with like not being as weirdly 
you know, all the hellas and all that. But this was like, it felt so authentic. It's a couple kids hanging out. They're getting high. They're drinking. You can respond or not respond if you want to. I think what it does with narrative is really good. And it's and then it has like this weird like stuff with the radio and it's puzzly and it's scary. And it's just like, I feel like when it comes to if I knew someone that liked both of these games, which is me, technically, I would be quicker to recommend Oxenfree, I think, to be honest, in terms of having experiencing a good game. But it's so tough because there's such different styles. And I and I do think Stardew probably mo- is is hotter in its genre than Oxenfree and its jo- is in its genre. But it's also because one has more stuff than the other. I feel like inherently in style. Sure. So that's my thing. It still to this day breaks my heart that I've never been able to connect with Oxenfree. I played it yeah. at launch on a review build. It was buggy as fuck and yeah. it did not work well for me. But and I've come back though. I've come back since then of like. Listen, I like these developers. I love these kind of games, these kind of narrative games. Like, I'm gonna replay this, and I always get a few hours in. I'm saying, yeah, it's just I don't. It just doesn't click for me. I'm gonna vote Stardew Valley, another game that I have played, and I've never gotten insane about it like uh, Joey or Jen, like of like these crazy farms and these crazy things. But like, I've played that and enjoyed that, and and that you know taking over the farm and you know uh, making uh, relationships in the city and having to build up these different things like. That is that game that, you know, for so many people is their Animal Crossing. And I totally see that and understand that and why. And I think that makes it the better game for me personally. And like, honestly, a game I would... I understand your argument of recommending Oxenfree probably more often than Stardew Valley. Because Stardew Valley is a game of systems and building on them. And, you know, you know, you hoe the road, you plant the seed, you water... You know, there are all the things you have to go do to keep that going, Right. Whereas Oxenfree is a story and it's straightforward and you can jump in and you can play and you're just, you know, existing and there's no fail state. There's no, or there probably is a fail state actually, but there's no right or wrong in terms of what you're picking in terms of uh, dialogue. Right. But in terms of this, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not here for the masses. I'm here to talk about PlayStation's best indie darling and I'd have to vote Stardew Valley. Now, bless you lean back. You said you'd have to worry about this. Have you played neither of these? Do you want to kick this to the audience? Do you want to let them decide? I I would kick it to the audience. Yeah. Cause like out of these two, I would, I would pick Stardew Valley, but I've not played either, right? Stardew Valley, I would only say because of popularity, because it has been such a, you know, impactful entry in its genre when you're talking about the farming simulator games. I know it was the talk of the town and like Stardew Valley still gets talked about and still gets played yeah. and still like, they released, we found a new platform to release Stardew Valley on. It would find uh, life once again, right? Like, it's on the Tesla. It, I'm going to restart my farm on there. <laughs> wait, is it on the Tesla or like, are yeah. you saying... Wait, it's really? straight oh, up on damn. the Tesla. It's on the it's on the Model Three. I mean, it's on the Model Holy X shit. too because X has everything. But yeah, like even Stardew the Model Valley, Three can play Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley, I just know has that star power compared to Oxenfree. Mm-hmm. But I'm also like I'm not somebody who uh, got into either, and so like I wouldn't defer to me. I'll defer to you guys in the audience. And right now, it's pretty much a runaway Stardew Valley with eighty-two yeah. percent of the vote. I don't think we have to leave it much open there no. to decide that's going to be the case. Stardew Oxenfree Valley has won. Oxenfree never had a chance. A Stardew, I mean, that's why people want to. You know, they're about to throw back for that uh, with the hot, the hot, the hotel chocolatier, whatever oh, the yeah. fuck they're working on next. Oh yeah, right, right. Like, I was like, what is Jen having a stroke right now? What did she say? <laughs> oh right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the um, ghost chocolate hotel. It's the same I'm thing. Going to go too. Ha- the haunted chocolatier, I think, is what it's called. Yeah, the, you, like. <laughs> i'm still excited for oxen free 2 lost signals like even though i didn't i i didn't i vibe all the way with oxen free or even really at all i guess but like i i don't know it's such a weird one where it's just like i don't know i want it's that thing in the lead up to lost signals i will try again with oxen free of like trying to complete a second playthrough of it 
I don't know if it'll be that one, but we will wait and see. Uh, so that means that uh, Stardew has advanced. They will face Dead Cells next round, but we will get back to that momentarily. We still have so much more to go. We might need to kick it up. Blessing does have a flight to go to, but this is an oh easy one. Oh, my God. Re- I feel like the next the- few are going to be easy. Return of the okay. Oberdin versus Celeste. Celeste. Come on. Celeste. Celeste. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry, your turn. It's another one. I've played both these games, uh, and I should, without a shadow of a doubt, love Return of the Oberdin. You know, you've all heard my these stories of me getting to sit there playing, uh, telling lies, and I have the notebook full of notes where I'm like making the connections, yada yada. And like Oberdin just doesn't work for me. Like I just do not enjoy Oberdin and Celeste. Obviously, I don't even like that kind of game. That well, I shouldn't say that. Usually, though, that kind of like platforming, we're gonna platformer. be we're gonna be fucking hard as nails. Like blah, blah, blah. It doesn't work for me. I loved Celeste, and I had so much fun with Celeste. Fuck yeah. like, and then let alone the messages I mean, inside of celeste and yeah, yeah I mean, you know i yeah. know you talked about dark horse uh, at the top but when we were talking about like top contenders celeste is a yeah. top contender that's gonna be sure. a tough one to knock down uh moving on to the next one then what remains of Eve finch versus shovel knight what remains, of Eve finch? What remains of Eve finch yep yeah okay well, i love you ever. guys and this is why i do a show with you because i was like ah fuck are we gonna have to argue about goddamn shovel knight i prefer <laughs> i'm very happy with you that that's where you go to as well because yes i would 100 percent say Eve like finch. obviously respect to shovel knight right like that's 100%. a very good game but yeah, yeah, what remains is fucking dope. People don't talk about what remains enough. It's like one of the best games of all time. Which I, I know agree one hundred percent. A lot of these yeah. games it's one of the best really walking sims of all time for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. What a story! You know, what a way to uh, have that story go out and uh, go through it. Yeah, this is an interesting one now. Sound shapes versus moss. It's gonna be moss, but sound shapes. I have more. I feel like I I was more into sound shapes when I when I first picked up both. I liked sound shapes more, but sound shapes is very basic i know it is like one of the few that does it so i don't mean to like slight what it does but it's like a simple really nice time while moss i feel like because it is both a good game and a vr game and kind of like an iconic vr game and then again you add the extra like i mean they're both very much playstation games but like moss with book two which hopefully comes to psvr two it's gonna be moss I'm voting Moss as well. Uh, I love sound shapes. I have the double platinum, yada, yada, yada. But like Moss is similar to what you're talking about with Oxen for your Janet. Moss is a game that sticks with me where it's like, you know, I fell in love with Quilt and I really enjoyed that experience. And yes, Moss Book 2, I tried on PlayStation VR and I was like, oh, no. And I, I have it on Quest. It's just been so busy. But like I'm also then like, well, why not wait for PlayStation VR 2 and then have it there and get trophies or whatever. But I'm voting Moss 2. I love that. You had a hiccup or a burp as you were saying that you love Moss. It sounded like you're getting choked up. up. Yeah. I just oh love Quill God. so much, but <laughs> it was a beautiful story. And we don't talk, and Moss, again, criminally underplayed in terms of like it's VR. So it's on an island, right? VR island, just like Vita Island. And it's like that thing where just enough people didn't play it and talk about it. And like the, you know, the narration's fantastic because again, it's like someone's reading a book to you. So she's doing all the voices and shit. It's fantastic. Yeah, I, I mean, so, uh, shout out to sound shapes though. It's like I have not played yeah, yeah. Moss sadly, but I do. Fucking, I love sound shapes. I like. I, I agree with the pick of of Moss though. I like from what I know about Moss and hearing you guys talk about it. I, I think it's deserving. Uh, but yeah, sound shapes though as an early PS4 indie. Yeah. Oh my god! Like the the making your own levels, making your own songs, playing other people's songs and levels. Oh, man, I'm playing it now game. on Vita. Um, and people are like, "Oh, have you gotten to? I think it was the Beck levels or something, which I still haven't gotten to. But like, I've been having fun. You know, it's it sounds, it's shapes, it's everything it said it was and more. Yep. <laughs> Sound shapes. <laughs> You're a dork. Uh, so Moss <laughs> advances uh, to the next round. There, uh, it will face either Toem or Thimbleweed Park. I will start with Toem, of course, a game that I fully adore thimbleweed park a ron gilbert game another game that i was I, I like ron gilbert a lot as a developer and as a person and i was so excited i picked it up and i was like oh like this just isn't my jam tim 
All right. Is it, that what? makes it easy? I'm not. I don't yeah. have a horse in this race. I'm not playing. It and it just I go just, play Toem. Yeah, yeah. I just want. Is that just because there's a dog in it? Is that why you people want me to play? love no. Thimbleweed Park? But I just did not like it. And maybe I have secretly a hang up on point and clicks secretly yeah. or something because a lot of them i've played i have not connected with even like norco earlier this year i was like really into it and then it really fell apart for me yeah thimbleweed park it just i was not into it i know people that like it love it i didn't it didn't do it for me but i don't know probably doesn't well, help that's on console it. too as a point and click which mm. yeah, mm, yeah so uh then we move then tome moves on to fight moss in the next round but for now iconoclast versus slay the spire Play the spire, probably actually yeah. played iconoclast i don't know one person no offense to iconoclast if you're a developer here Listen, i i've never I heard played it. playing it i didn't like roll credits on it but i played it and i've i remember playing it was it fun did you like it it was fun yeah it was fun enough like but yeah. i didn't finish it like it didn't drag me through but i remember enjoying it for what it was but gotcha. slay the spire is another one of those games that's like especially for indie games you talk about like yeah man this slay the spire is fun as hell like, slay I the spire, it it's people's religion at this point the yeah. I, that like it <laughs> like love it yeah i'm like not falling like that that deep into it um but from playing it when it came to was it ps plus why did i have this game i had this game for some reason it must have been ps plus um i got it i was like oh man i understand why people can uh, get into this so hard because it is a very accessible or very approachable i should say card um roguelike game it makes it easy to get into it's easy to understand and that game just flows like it doesn't you never feel like you're out of the action in it um very well designed game play the spider moves on then yep uh and then closing out the circle bracket among us versus the doki doki literature club well these are two of my babies again what do you I'm think about among doki us. doki because i haven't okay well then we're just gonna have to go among us because i haven't played doki doki i've had sitting there for like i love a year, i love doki and i just doki. haven't it's like it's i but here's the thing right i think the thing that it has the most is shock value <laughs> yeah and shock value is kind of cheap to a certain point and like sure i i i honestly one of the reasons why i do like doki doki a lot is because the actual visual novel dating sim elements of it are done with like a lot of quality i think the soundtrack is great i literally go back and listen to the soundtrack every now and then i think the character design is really cute really cool the colors it uses all the all all of its presentation i think is dope as hell um and then even as a I guess light spoilers for Doki Doki Literature Club, and this is a game that if you really are planning on playing it, at this point, forward. come on, like you know what I mean? Like I'm yeah. gonna play it, Greg. It's still installed. <laughs> there, Janet, let it go. Know. It's installed on my hard drive too, and I've started it, and I'm just like, I know that there's a twist, and it's just like I'm not even. I don't in even the, want to sit here through this visual novel to get to the twist. In the way that you know, Hattleful Boyfriend took the visual novel genre and kind of like had fun with it and played with it. Doki Doki Literature Club does the same thing in the way that it's a visual novel, it's a dating sim, but then also all of a sudden it's a horror game, and I think it handles its horror uh really well i think it's very affecting but also again a lot of that stuff comes down to shock value and yeah for that like if i had to put it up against something else like especially among us which i think among us and you want to talk about a game yeah that, that a has, movement like, yeah. right yeah, yeah a yeah. movement yeah like among us just ha i think has the stuff more than yeah put, um, put up Doki put Doki. up among us even though among us has advanced among us is the actual act of playing it, I find boring as hell. Oh, don't say like that. Among I us. love Among yeah, Us. Yeah, like when Listen. you do the little tasks, like doing the tasks is boring. Like the only exciting part is when you're like 
lying to people, which is like mm -hmm. the core of the game. But like it's y'all be playing among us and I'll do it whenever there's a charity stream because people always want to play it for charity stream stuff. And I'm like, hi, it, but I never I like mean, it. It's never <coughs> fun. It's, I don't have a good time. I don't like it. It's been a year, I think, that Janet's been full time on PS. I love you with us or just about or whatever. And I, it's shocking to me that I can still be shocked that we are so the same person. Because, yeah, don't get me wrong. Fuck Among Us. It's not that great of a game, but I think it's, you know, better than Doki Doki here. On this but line. hey, oh. if we're doing a big group stream. What? Not that great of a like, game. I have and it all like, the time. Hey, like, you want to play Among Us? With Among Us, us? is like the it. least I'll fun fucking game to play because you go I'll and you play with these people who are obsessed with Among Us. And they're like, "Oh, That's it me. was Greg because he fucking walked by this thing and did." I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about. People are like, defend "Where am I?" Yourself. You got to defend yourself. I know I don't know anything. Like I don't know anything about this fucking game. I remember the first time I played it. They're like, "I know it's you because you went through the vent and only you can go through the vent." And I'm like, "Well, no one fucking told me only I could go through the vent." But you know, anyways, you can have fun. And they did a lot of work. And yeah, you know. Next round matchups in the circle bracket or circle section now look like this: Dead Cells versus Stardew, Celeste versus What Remains to Be the Finch, Moss versus Toem, Slay the Spire versus Among Us. Blessing, do you want to go to triangle or square? Oh, I was thinking cross. I was thinking yeah. this thing all the way down. I like yeah, to be, I like to keep it kooky and crazy, but okay, fine. You want to go to cross? Fine, we'll go to cross. God. Yeah. yeah. I'm listening. Triangle, triangles where the good stuffs at. We gotta keep them waiting on that one. Okay, you want? We'll go. Okay, fine. We'll go. We'll go counterclockwise. We'll go down to cross square and then triangle. Right. Perfect. Okay. Let's do it. Uh, the cross bracket looks like this: uh, Gone Home versus Firewatch, Hyperlight Drifter versus Disco Elysium, Pyre versus Grateful Graceful Explosion Machine, Super Meat Boy versus Short Hike, Beat Saber versus Death's Door. Oof. Uh, Cuphead versus Hotline Miami. Uh, Kana versus Spirits versus Sifu and Limbo versus Ali Ali World. Gone Home versus Firewatch. This is, this is what I've been training for. for. I've been training for this. Now, Janet, did you beat Firewatch for the first time? Is that what I saw? Fuck yeah, I did beat it for the first time. I never played it. I said, you know what? I'm not going to pull up to the show and not know what's what for this specific thing specifically. This fight. <laughs> else, this fight. Don't at me. This one, I was like, I need to know. Because it's like the one of the most iconic walking sims ever. I just happened to never play it. I was like, like Isaiah, yeah. do you have Firewatch? He's like, I have Firewatch. I'm like, cool. This is the one of no times I get to take a game that you have and download it. So I did that. I booted it up. I played till like one in the morning. And then I was like, do I want to finish it now? Do I want to wake up? Then I woke up and finished it. I ate my donut. I made my coffee. I sat down here. Hell yeah. There what do we you go. Think? You like it? What it was fucking awesome. And I think it's probably Firewatch, which I will say, okay. With Gone Home versus Firewatch, I was like, I and I fucking love Gone Home. Um, and I was like, it's gonna be Gone Home all day. Do I even need to play Firewatch? I'm like, I want to play it so I can understand like what's up. And plus, I want to play it anyway. So then I, I started, I started Firewatch, and I was like, fuck, this thing smoked Gone Home so hard, it's not even close. And then I kept playing, and it was very exciting, and I, it kept me on the edge of my seat the whole time. I loved it. I was engrossed. I was playing like. I, I, I imagine Isaiah had to be laughing at me, looking at me playing this game because I was just like mouth open, just like. Like, just, like, it, obsessed with it. Then it got to the ending, and I was like... <laughs> yep. You yep. know, there That's might exactly still be a how conversation here. There might still be a conversation. So I kind of want to say Firewatch, because I think it has... It's tough because there's such different games, but I think Firewatch is more dynamic and more generally engrossing. Um, and I feel like when it comes to, like, you want to have a good game experience and you can only play one, I feel like Firewatch is going to hit more with the caveat of if you easily get lost, maybe you might have to are done with it. But it could really go either way. But I'm, I am leaning on Firewatch. But then I'm wondering, is it just because I played it 
like more recently, recently you know, if I, if I played yeah. Gone Home again, but I, I remember definitely a Home bigger budget too than Gone Home because I played it and then I like I did I watched the director's commentary playthrough of it. Like I was in love with Gone Home, but also Gone Home's ending too is kind of like it's a little bit of a oh, fizzle out too. I, I love Gone. Home's I love ending. Gone Home's ending. I mean, it's. It just didn't. It, it was like because it has that whole. They both do the same. They're both the same game too, which is fucking crazy. They're both like, oh, it's a walking sim, but maybe someone's gonna kill you. Like they both do that. So I don't mm. know. That's my that's my rant so, on it. Love both games. I also I Firewatch think is music bangs one. too. So this is an interesting one because for me, it's almost like comparing like comparing Gone Home to Firewatch is almost like comparing like Mario Super Mario Brothers the first one to Super Meat Boy in the way that it's like. One of them, I, one of them is the more classic, like one crawl so the other could run. Yeah, like I don't think I don't know if you get Firewatch without Gone Home. You know, Gone Home I think was such a big moment for walking simulators and showing like the kind of stories that you can tell with them. And we got so much, so many more walking sims following Gone Home. And I think Firewatch I'll probably put in that category. Um, mm-hmm. And it's tough because I I think you're right about the overall. Maybe like content and quality, right? Like I think there's more budget there. There's more. It's more visually stimulating. Firewatch. Uh, the soundtrack to Firewatch is great. The, I mean, there is voice acting in. Fire, I guess there is voice acting in Gone Home also. But great like, yeah. voice acting in Gone Home. Yeah, and like not taking like, away from. I'm not. That wasn't a slight in Firewatch. Also, for great sure. voice acting. I guess what saying. I say is there's more voice acting in, in Firewatch, right? And it's good voice acting, right? Like I was engaged by the the conversations and relationship mm-hmm. between the main character and the person on the radio and all that stuff. Um, so it's hard it's hard to kind of like go blow for blow what i will say is that i think gone home was more affecting for me and gone home was more memorable for me and like if you t- if you came to me and you're like start naming your favorite walking sims i think yeah. gone home would be high, higher on the would come first before i finally get to uh, firewatch and part of that is just that i played gone home first it had the first chance to affect me in that way but i think mm-hmm. also it's you know an early example of uh how well you can go about like uh, like conveying empathy uh, in a video game and like really uh, trying to put you in somebody else's shoes in this really cool, slowly methodical way, right? Like, well, let's guide you through this house and make you pick up the tapes and read the things and like- I like the a puzzles lot. a lot in Gone Home too. Like yeah. I enjoyed, I felt like there was more to solve in Gone Home and engage with than Firewatch was more about, I was going from point A to point B and it was fun to go to point A to point B because you could also go to C, D and E and it kind of gave you more like, they're they're very different kinds of games in some senses but they they have similar arcs of is it this here's a twist and you're sad and you're alone (laughs) like you know it's like um like i i uh like yeah they have they hit a lot of similar beats um the lightning and gone home that's very fun and that's the thing gone home like i i I think firewatch has such great presentation and like it has um you know great art style and looks really cool and all that stuff gone home has atmosphere though like walking through that house and having it be like, oh, this is creepy. Is this a horror game? Like, what's going on? And then, you know, going through the story bits, kind of getting a better understanding of what's going on, and like finally having that transition of, oh, this isn't scary. Like, this is and it's scary, but scary in a different way for like another character. It's not like a horror game where a ghost is going to jump out at me or something. I did like that you could engage with more stuff in like again, Gone Home is so focused about that like, because it's all about that house. Like you could, I felt like you could do more in the house. One thing that bugged me about Firewatch is like all I can do is pick up a mug and chug it somewhere. Let me pour a cup of coffee, <laughs> all that budget, and I can't drink a cup of coffee. I can't do anything with the toilet paper I find in the little thing. Um, also, it kind of irked me that there's no platinum in Firewatch. I feel like very true. Why did you do that? Again, I don't know why you did that. Changing. For um, me, yeah, like I mean, I, it's you know, 
I, I, if you've listened to kind of funny long enough or Greg Miller in general, yammer about video games, you know how much I adore gone home and how for me gone home is. Yeah. And I'm speaking out of turn, but in this argument, the better walking sim and like for what mm. you're talking about, bless if somebody's come to me and do it. And it's strictly because I just think firewatch did not land. Like it, it, I, I had a great time with firewatch. I enjoyed firewatch. Don't get me wrong. This isn't at all a knock to firewatch, but it was that I just did not think they landed the plane where we don't interact with Delilah, right? When that was her name. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then I thought the tacked on thing about the hikers just didn't work for me as much. Yada, yada, yada. Whereas gone home was, I was the same way. It's an old story. So I'll fast forward through it, but it was that everybody was saying you, everybody play gone home, but don't look at the reviews. Don't read anything. Don't do anything. So I sat down on a Saturday and played it. And I thought for sure it was a horror game. And like where, you know, like you find the book about ghosts in the TV room with the static on, like I kept like walking in and out of like, corners of rooms like into doorways trying to see if there'd be like a jump scare or whatever and then then it, you're picking these things up and you're finding these notes and, you're, and i remember when the, it finally went like i noticed that i was way more interested in the romantic storyline than the ghost storyline and then it was like wait a second is this just a coming of age romantic story and then it was and then i got into that headspace of like oh my god this is so cool i can't wait to mm-hmm. see what happens to sam and Lonnie next and then it was the what the fuck is going to be in this attic and that pulling down the attic and going up there and being like legitimately terrified of what I was about to find. And then finding you know, spoilers for gone home. You should have all played by now. a happy ending for gone home or as happy as it could be. Right. I was like, man, that was fucking amazing. And I did not have that feeling with firewatch firewatch. I was like, Oh, okay. I enjoyed this, but I didn't like the ending of it. So I'm voting gone home for sure with a bullet. I think I'm also Here's the thing. Gone home. The only pushback I have on it, because it's not that strong, because I, I can go either way, honestly, um, is Blessing said, F- Gone Home walks it so Firewatch could run. If Firewatch is running, doesn't that mean it's the better game? Oh, you know what I mean. You know what I mean when I make that phrase. I only know... Are- Why don't you clarify then? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I do think, you know, when we're talking about the different criteria, for me, impact is part of the criteria. I, ta- I, ta- okay. I, I take in Im- impact as much as I take in like art style, presentation, gameplay, yada, yada, yada. Um, but I also did have that same thing where I didn't, I don't think, did none of us like the ending that much to Firewatch? Because I also didn't really like the ending. I don't like yeah, it. Did, did I didn't you, like the ending, no. Yeah. I wouldn't say I disliked the ending because I'm like, well, what else could they have done? But it was kind of like, I guess. Um, and my thing with the ending of Gone Home, because it's not that it's a bad ending, but it, it is more exciting getting to that. And when you get there, I'm like, all right. And then it's done. Honestly, too, weird fun fact about the ending of Gone Home. I almost missed the ending the first time I played it because the note is like off to the left and the you just go straight. And I was like, I guess we're done. And then, I, and then I read the note and I was like, oh, OK, but it was like, all right, they didn't do a lot else for me either. They're both like I you don't get real closure. You kind of just get an end. Of a thing. What do you mean you don't get closure and gone home? Gone, closure? Okay, so like spoiler, like the spoilers are gone. Like you're, I mean, she's missing. Like I don't know what happened to her. She's she, not okay. She's, like, she's a minor. Her. Missing is away. one thing. Yeah, she ran off with her love. Like I don't, I don't think she's that's like missing. thirteen or fifteen. Like you can't no, just get, she was like not older she's than young. That. Her, her parents are homophobic. I get she was like an, yeah. She was Lonnie like was about to enlist in the military, so she's eighteen. So Sam is whatever. I'm not saying she shouldn't have left, but like it's like damn, like. You're going to see her in two years tops. Don't worry, bro. (laughs) They'll they'll make Facebook and you'll find her. No problem. I didn't feel like it was. I want their love to be free, Janet. I mean, Facebook's like a decade away. I did not feel like relief and joy at the end of that game. I was like, oh, shit. She's going to be They'll find each other in the chat room. (laughs) I'm like, no, they're not going to. I got to find y'all going to be dead. Like, you can't just 
be loud here living and you don't have a house anymore and it's like yeah that's that's gonna be hard yeah. that's gonna be a hard life um it, but yeah to be so fair I don't, plus there's a lot of people that say we could f- we'd fight off an alien invasion because of our will and our strength to survive and janet just showed she'd roll over she would just like whatever these aliens <laughs> want she would just sit there and take it she would have gone oh i i need the house so whatever alien you want me to work on this machine i'll do it i'm janet i don't even the machine know what operator. you're talking about right now but we can anyway <laughs> i'm voting I... gone home <laughs> I'm voting gone home to you, but it's not an easy vote for me. It is like I, That's fine. I, I think that I go kind of go both. Why ways, did I I'm, I'm work go for home. like five more hours last night just for y'all to pick gone home? Anyway, I could have just not played Firewatch and just go gone home. Well, you get extra credit in the vote because you played the game last night. <laughs> I didn't play Iconic yes. Class. <laughs> yeah, but no one cared about playing Iconic Class. I'm sorry, Iconic Class. I know you're you know, uh, right, fan fine. of the show. Your next fight right, here. Fine. Put the, gone so, home in there. In the cross division, we have Hyperlight Drifter versus Disco Elysium. <laughs> sorry, Andy Cortez. It's fucking Disco Elysium incredible video game one of the best written video games i've ever played one of the only crpgs that's actually demanded my attention that i wanted to put time into hyperlife drifter get the fuck out of here that's well, all a joke geez. by the way but i will i am going to school elysium i'm fine with that people stay on disco elysium i still have not gotten around to doing the final cut but yeah i was gonna sequester myself because i have not connected with either games i've started them both and been like ah, i just don't feel like playing this right now maybe one day i will but I, that day has not come, so I don't know. So fine, Disco. Why? Well, yeah, unless chat. I now. I mean, no, I choose I mean, Disco Elysium if that means. Anything. All right, cool, Raj. Thank you for coming. Yeah. In. Disco Elysium right. is dope as hell, but we'll all get right. there. I'm sure I'm auto pipe for it at some point later, so I don't have to argue right now. Oh yeah, no. I mean, you know, I'm gonna go for an extra round. <laughs> I'm gonna cover this oh, yeah. boring ass goddamn text game. <laughs> get oh, out yeah. of here. Gone home versus gone home. Get the fuck out of here, Disco. Uh, I'm but I'm not watching actor. machine and. <laughs> Uh, Pyre versus Graceful Explosion Machine. Pyre, right? Yeah, I'd go Pyre. Honestly, <sighs> I, like I, don't know if, I don't know if I can tell you anything about Graceful Explosion Machine right I now. I love oh, really? Graceful Machine. It's like yeah. colorful, Shmup. right? And like pretty. Yeah, it's it's like one of the best shmups I've played, in my opinion, because I love Very what good. it does. I love what it does with its approach to bullet hell. Um, normally, I can't do a lot of like shmups like that where you're like in the you know space shuttle essentially hitting a bunch of stuff because it's too pattern based. But they don't have a each like enemy has kind of a little bit of a pattern, but it's not bullet hell pattern memorization. And they also give you some fun abilities with like being able to zoop through things. It's very colorful. Um, I love Graceful Explosion Machine, but I actually Great didn't game. spend any time with Pyre. So if y'all are saying Pyre, I'm gonna have I've to played just... them both and I vote Pyre. Yeah, yeah that's fair. But play Graceful Explosion Machine if you haven't already. It is one 100%. of like my favorite games. All right, then. So that advances and it will yeah. fight either Super Meat Boy or a oh, short hike. Man. I actually this is tough. It is. I was I was automatically gonna go a short hike, but oh. like I think that might be recency bias. I fucking love Super Meat Boy playing it back. I was in the gonna day. go Super Meat Boy. I think. I'm gonna vote Super Meat Boy as well. A short hike Man. is another game that I've tried multiple times and gotten into. What like, is played... wrong with you, Greg? Why are you out here just trying all these great games and being like, I don't like these. Like I don't understand. It just doesn't I click we for me sometimes, same. Janet. You know what I mean? I'm getting feathers. I'm climbing the fucking thing. Just fucking get to the top of the goddamn thing and call, call whatever you got. Oh, you but you're taking pictures of Toem trying to see fucking Toem, and do, do, that's fine. Didn't you play God of War? Aren't they, they spent 30 more... hours talking about in that game? All right, all it's, this said Super Meat Boy still a better game. Super Meat Boy still a better game. Top mountains that you climb in games. <laughs> a lot of these games, you're climbing a mountain. You're yeah. either climbing a mountain or you're sad in the woods you, or in your house, whatever the fuck. Let me talk about um, Mario 64. So, yeah, I guess we can talk about. 
I think we can just move on then from yeah, there. Yeah, we got a lot like, of games to go yeah, through. We'll so talk if we're going to find Super Meat Boy, Super Meat Boy wins. We can talk about Super Meat Boy later when we have to fight for it for through something, sure. but it's yeah. fine. But Short Hike is awesome. I love Short Hike, but yeah, Super Meat Boy. Short Hike is awesome. Mm, Next up really is good. Super Meat. I'm sorry, is uh, Beat Saber versus Death's Door. This is another tough one. Beat Saber with Beat a bullet. Really? With a Damn, bullet. man. Yeah, that's right. Take that, Death's Door. <laughs> well, you didn't like the comp. You did not like the timing out of 10 game. or whatever. <laughs> In Death's Door, what what is Beat Saber then? A nine? Like wow, point five? Okay. Yeah, probably a nine, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Beat yeah, Saber's whatever, an incredible sure. game. I mean, I, it is like, an incredible game, but I hate damn, on so Death's Door so music. much as somebody who really likes Death's Door. I only hate on it because people like it way more than I do. Like I like that game. It's just like I don't know if it's a ten out of ten masterpiece, and that's enough for me to be a hater, and so I apologize. <laughs> no, you're not busting. Play the heels sometimes. Don't worry about it so much. People get, get so mad. It. They're like, oh, you hate Death's Door. And I'm like, no, no. I just don't like it as much as I don't you like do. how much you like it. That's, that's yeah, the answer. Exactly. Yeah, it's like Miles Morales. I, oh, God damn it. Don't bring that in. All right. Beat Saber advances Death's Door. You are a great game. Don't get me wrong, but come on. Beat Saber? What oh, a beat fucking Saber. game. That's another uh, one that might be a Dark Horse. Cuphead versus Hotline Miami. Cuphead. Cuphead. I would I would vote Hotline Miami. I, and I, knew, I knew it would be all a, that time drawing, Greg. I knew it'd be a losing battle no matter they what. They drew but. so much stuff. Just give them their little. Yeah, they I'm not, their again, little I'm spot. not even arguing that. Like I'm, I'm, I know I've lost, Janet. I'm, I'm giving up the ground. I'm just. They worked on that game for 15 and a half years. Just give them a W, Greg. Oh, I hate you guys. You don't know why I do this sometimes. <laughs> all right, you know what I mean. I could just sit here and do a show by myself. <laughs> uh, Kata British Spirits versus Sifu. Sifu. Are you? Sifu. Damn, really? Why? Kana is a is just the best PS2 game. Just the yeah, best PS2 game. Yeah. And Sifu is like an incredible modern game. <laughs> Where it's like, <laughs> oh damn, blah, blah. I, I, I put them both in like we can say Sifu and we can't say Kana, so I guess it's <laughs> Yeah, it will be fine. easier for us. Yeah, for the future of the episode, we just get Kana out of here. For yeah, for me, like I was the reason I thought more about it is I think I enjoy Kana way more than Sifu, um, but Sifu is more mechanically impressive than Kana is. Um, and you know, I don't know Sifu at launch, I just couldn't even play it because it was like it's too fucking hard. And then I know they patched that in later, but it's like whatever, man. Yeah, yeah just let Sifu go. It's if fine. I, if, if they get knocked out soon anyway. It doesn't. If matter. I also do the criteria thing, right? Like. In terms of like visuals or whatever, Kana, that's probably the thing that Kana does that's the most special about it. But even then, I'd say Sifu is very close to it in visuals. Like Sifu has such a dope rot. visual style. They got the rot that looks so cute. They got like I mean, just look at a still of, of Kana. It's like it's such a gorgeous game. Beautiful. But game. then you you get into the museum level of Sifu, and it's like wow, I can't believe this looks this good. You get into the third level that uh, takes place in the caves, and there's so many cool visual things that they're doing in Sifu. But then you get into the mechanics and the fighting, and I think Sifu just goes hard with with, um, yeah. uh, with it i like yeah i like the combat in sifu more than the combat in kana and like it's a little bit unfair because sifu is very much a beat, beat em up but kana is an action game right that is a game that is taking inspiration from souls like uh, uh combat but i don't think they nail it as much as took too much it. inspiration from the souls <laughs> Uh, and then your final one in the cross category is Limbo versus Ali Ali World. I assume Limbo walks to the next round, right? Yeah, Limbo walks oh. all over the grave of Ali Ali World. That means your cross division looks like this at the end of this round: Gone Home versus Disco Elysium, Pyre versus Super Meat Boy, Beat Saber versus Cuphead, Sifu versus Limbo. Now we are already long in the tooth of the episode, so my question becomes: What time do you have to leave for this flight, Blessing? Uh, I think like two p.m. Okay. I can check and then my Janet, are you like you... ready to go though? Or are you like gonna stand up and like? No, I'm ready away? to go. Literally, my okay. bag is packed. And Janet, okay. you're good till two. Yeah. 
Okay, cool. Just making sure. I want to make sure we don't do anything because I like, we can just do one half on in my life here. <laughs> I, this is all like right, then. the highlight of my day, which is how we'll, bad my day is. <laughs> we will now jump to the square bracket. All right, to the square division. Sure. Square division begins with Rogue Legacy versus Overcooked, then After Party versus Chicory, uh, Fury versus Stray, uh, Titan Souls versus Undertale, Fall Guys versus Little Nightmares Two, Resogun versus Costume Quest. Damn it, uh, Guacamelee Two versus Severed, Super Hot versus The Witness. Rogue Legacy versus Overcooked. Overcooked. Rogue, Rogue Legacy. Legacy. What'd you say, Buster? I said Rogue Legacy. Janet. It's Overcooked. Like Overcooked is like Overcooked's amazing. Um, it's it is? like it is, in my opinion, I think the best of a genre. I think it's really surprising to be able to do um wonky physics that isn't all about it's funny how hard it is to play your game. Um, instead of just leaning into completely wonky physics, Overcooked does more like a light slippery physics system where you do have complete control, but it is a little bit unwieldy in some regards. They've dropped like a crap ton of DLC for it. Uh, I also don't know why Overcooked 2 is not here. And so Overcooked 1, y'all fucked up on that. That's the audience, not you guys. But you guys should put Overcooked 2 because it's a better game because you can throw stuff. But yeah, it's it's. I think the way it allows for collaboration but also is just an engrossing game in its own right it does a good job i think drawing the line between overwhelming the player but also giving you the tools and the sort of level design to be able to execute on the challenges it puts forth um i think it's an incredibly special game and i also why is it so funny because it's rogue legacy and overcome it's like they both have more modern iterations i know rogue legacy 2 wasn't on playstation so that's why um versus like rogue legacy like y'all were dragging it 10 seconds ago and i got nothing bad to say about overcooked i got no notes for overcooked and any notes i had were done through overcooked 2 so they're overcooked is a fantastic game overcooked 2 is a fantastic game rogue legacy was a spiritual experience for me in terms of a roguelite playing that on the vita just going over and over again on every run it was the first roguelite i'd ever got into Honestly, I like Jana's argument for Overcooked. Overcooked is not my jam. In fact, whenever my friend suggests we play Overcooked, mm-hmm. I get stressed out and I start sweating because I that, that game just does not. You know, well you sweat a lot when you play with people. I'm noticing that. It's a, yeah, a I, I do. It's, a, it's, it's like that and the phasmophobia, but yeah. Um, over. I... Come on, boss. Like, you you never cooked with me, bless. I Rogue promise Legacy. you, we'll have a good time. Yo, let's cook it Here's up. I'll cook it up with you right now. I'm, I'm charging the controller. Let's go. I, it's a I, good I understand, game. you know, this this bracket is, it's all about our bias, right? And, like, yeah. I do have the bias for Rogue Legacy, but... You don't think Rogue Legacy is a better game mechanically than Overcooked? Coming back, having the different traits, having the different classes. I think, I mean, systemically, yeah. You can be a raccoon like and you can cook game. in this game. I Overcooked... Mean, it, in the chat, Miss, Mitch Crasson is yelling at you, put it to the chat, bless. So you can just forfeit your vote and put it to the chat if you want. Or you can just come with me to Overcooked. Look, I didn't say shit when y'all were just running over Limbo and Kana and all this other stuff. Give me Over, Overcooked. Overcooked had a big impact. Like, Overcooked is popular. You know it's going to die in the next one anyway, but just, you know, people, let's put it up. People love Overcooked, and it is like, when I watch my friends play Overcooked, I am like, oh, they're having a good time. Like, people, it's more of a But when you played Rogue Legacy or talked to anyone who played Rogue Legacy, did they have a good time? Yeah, but like, Overcooked just hit harder for people, it seemed like. Yeah, man. And again, I'm got, not trying I live to overcooked, man. I'm not tr- I'm not trying to like, you know, give it up to popularity or whatever and have popularity decide. I am more so trying to put up put, put aside my own biases. Come on, chat, give it to the Onion King. To hear Let's out go. Janet Garcia. Don't just pick Rogue Legacy. It's like, oh, I feel like it's easy to say, oh, Rogue Legacy is a better game. Why? Because of this. I feel like it's because the genre is inherently more hard. Requires more complex it requires more complex execution for it. Like 
the reason Overcooked doesn't have more like layered mechanics is because that's not the kind of game it's trying to go for. It needs to have like the simplicity of a party game while having like I think the design ethos and the execution and the refinement in the movement of a game that you usually don't get in a genre like that. I've played so many games that are like it's like Overcooked, but none of y'all got that Overcooked sauce because there is no Overcooked other than Overcooked. Well, there's a bunch of games that are po- better than fair. Rogue Legacy. Rogue Legacy got dragged like ten minutes ago because it's not. It is. It's great. It like I love Rogue Legacy. Yeah, it did. Like Forgotten City. Dead. I forgot even why y'all were dragging it. it they got dragged. Cells. Like yeah, it was Dead Cells. Um, Overcooked. Uh, you know what? Like I'm changed, I've been. I've been sold. I think that's a good point. That there is no other Overcooked. No other. No other co-op game is doing it. No other co-op cooking game is doing like Overcooked. There are a lot of Rogue Legacies out there. I will say shots to both the games for getting a sequel because like most Cells indies is, don't get a sequel. So shots to Dead that, Cells but. is doing it like Rogue Legacy. Like Hades is also on this bracket, and Hades does Rogue Legacy better than Rogue Legacy. Oh, I don't, I don't know if I agree with that argument, but come on, chat. Give your life to Bless the other thing. Bless has already done it. Bless has <laughs> yeah. swayed his vote. Uh, Janet, I'm sorry, you swayed me, Janet. Good argument. Thank Overcooked you. advances. The chat is with you. Seventy-three percent of the chat. Let's was play with some time, Bless. It's fun. It's it's fun if you have the right. You gotta be, you gotta be chaotic. You can't be predictable. This whole thing, you know. After party versus it. chicory. Where is first idea? That's chicory. Chicory. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. All right, Easy. cool. After party again, a game I want to really like and I just can never get into. So, and even chicory, I play. I didn't. A door like you guys did, but I played more of it, and I understand. Yeah. Fury versus Stray. I fucking love Fury. Uh, have you guys played Fury? Do you guys? I, have I haven't. I haven't. It's a it's a boss rush game. Uh, came out Trey. like quite a few years ago. Um, it has really cool style. I believe the art was done by like the artist from like Afro Samurai. It has that sort of art style to it, and the action is just solid, right? It is that dodge and parry game that Andy Cortez and also uh, I like a lot. Um, that said, I Michael Stray. I Michael Stray only because like Fury. Even though I loved it, I do think the thing that elevated for me was one the soundtrack, two how good the action feels. Right, I think it's a really fun game to play, and the boss battles are really difficult, and it gave me that like Sifu style of, oh, I'm just going to b- bang my head against the wall until I get through this thing, and I really like that type of game. That said, the polish wasn't all the way there in Fury. Like, the uh, story, I didn't really care about. The They try to do cool um, presentational stuff, but between the boss battles where it is, you, you're walking to um, like whatever the next boss fight is while there's voiceover playing, and that stuff didn't hit well with me. Um, and then also, like, a lot of the attacks from the bosses were just orbs, right? Like the the, sure. the attack patterns didn't really look that unique or like mm-hmm. visually stimulating. It was very much like here's a bunch of orbs being thrown at you. And again, I really like the gameplay. I really love Fury, but I do think I do think Stray has a bit more going on. Uh, I think it has a bit more. Has a lot more going on from the presentational aspect of it. It is a gorgeous looking game. It is a game that has a great soundtrack. It is a game that uh, I think. Does interesting things, right, as this cat simulator, and I, they really nail the feeling of being a cat. I have my complaints with Stray, and I'm it sure we'll like get there. It sounded like it was a really hard for you to get that sentence out. You're like, I guess. <laughs> I guess. But no, like, I I got my complaints with Stray, but I think we'll get there when we get there. For now, I think I'll go Stray over Fury. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we need to get, to get there. Yeah, chat's with you. 81% voting for Stray over Fury. So now 84%. So right there with you, Bless. Okay. Now, Titan Souls versus Undertale. 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 I, mean, I don't even like Undertale. I would have said Titan Souls. I know I would have. I knew I was going to lose from the beginning, but to give it flowers, just a great game over like going through another great oh, yeah. Vita game. Just going through and fighting bosses over and over again. I also, to bless put up that tweet and that video was like scary as fuck. So I'm not ready for. Just so you know, I, I know Undertale at some point is going to get cut, and once it gets cut, 
Oh, <laughs> you're gonna get you know? a different version of me of the show. You better pray that my flight comes through and I have to leave. Fall guys versus little nightmares. Fall guys. Fall guys. Fall guys. Uh, no, sorry, little yeah, nightmares too. To got... be clear. Oh, what? Little nightmares, little nightmares two. two is the Not one that's the first one. one. Oh. Like it's Fall Guys versus Little Nightmares 2. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I'd go Little Nightmares 2, but like I'm not going to win. So it's yeah, kind of like Fall Guys as well. Just, uh, you know, another yeah. indie game that's come on so strong and been so amazing. Uh, Rezo Gun versus play for charity. <laughs> Costume Quest. Rezo Gun. Costume Quest. Uh, I, didn't, I, I, played, I played Costume Quest and I didn't play Rezo Gun. So put it to the chat. Or unless chat. Blessing, you want to, if anyone wants to like fight for what it. Yeah, your, give, me your, give me your 60 second pitch for why you're picking Rezo Gun. Oh, this is a fucking good ass housemark game. You know, I think that's one of the that's a, a bit of housemark at their peak right there, right? Just give me a pure arcade shoot 'em up game that feels like I'm playing at an actual arcade, right? You get in there, the 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 action, the lights, like the amount of stimulus that's going on on screen with the voxel graphics. I think it's just wonderful to look at, but then it's also wonderful in action and the gameplay loop is there and it's tight, right? It's as, it's as tight as you want a housemark game to be, and I think it is. Like if you're putting one housemark game that's obviously not Returnal on this list uh, or on this bracket, and it got to be Resogun, right? And so like if you're a fan of housemark, this is like the housemark game, and I think it fully represents who they are as a studio. Excellent, chat. Craig. Costume you... quest. I know I'm gonna lose. Don't worry. I'm gonna put it to the poll. I know you're all gonna vote Resogun because Resogun's a fantastic there's Halloween candy game, and Costume Quest, and there's it's costumes, Costume Quest. And it is a kids. Halloween game. It is adorable. It is the kids beautiful. are cute. Then they oh, become big. Game? Oh, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Ren's got to go save her brother. You get to wear kooky costumes. You get fun abilities. There's a lot of great jokes in it. Like it is a heartwarming, adorable game that I know you're all about to murder. So it's a really fun mind. concept too. I think it's like. It's really unique and yet feels very obvious. Like, of course, why did no one think of this before? Um, but yeah, Costume Quest is really cute. But it also, I do remember playing it and it, I didn't finish it. So I don't <gasps> know if that says anything about it. But I also didn't try a Resogun. So I don't know. Um, Resogun is a fantastic game, obviously. You know, I feel like Resogun probably incredible. would get less notes, like less negative notes than maybe Costume Quest might. Sure. But Costume Quest is like a cute, fun time with a group of neighborhood kids. You know, uh, Resogun Stranger Things has, dropped, Costume Quest was out here. Resogun has it, the poll, of course, yeah. 68% to 32%. So Resogun advances, and they will take on Fall Guys. Uh, to close out the square, the, the last four here of the square bracket, we have Guacamelee 2 versus Severed. Two drink box Ooh. games going head to head. Guacamelee 2. Severed's not that good of a game. Um, wow. I've said a lot of times. It's not. It's, it's very, like... Wow. It's very... It's, it has a great... Amazing. It's probably the only good Latin representation from Drinkbox, in my opinion, Severed, um, which I really appreciate. Um, it's got a lot of cool stuff with death. Like, the world building is very fun. However, you are just swiping away limbs, and it's just not that interesting But, like, you in have to regard. do it at, like, certain times because the limbs will close, and then, like, they yeah, block you, but and you have to, like, manage the swipe. It was fine. Like, it was a cool game, but it's the kind of thing that, like, yeah, it's fine. It's a fine game. Wow. Um and even though actually Guacamelee 2 I did get really burnt out on because it's so long. And I think for all the innovation they made mechanically, like there are parts of that game where the platforming is just, I'm not a fan of it. It's way too heavy. Um, but I'll still give it to Guacamelee 2. I think it's probably the better game. Though if, you, if I had to play one, I'd play Severed because it's shorter. And I also got really freaking sick of Guacamelee 2. But it's my... Guacamelee I don't, I don't 2, I'm going to similar Guacamelee vote better. with uh, Janet for Guacamelee 2 of... It's fantastic and it's incredible and I enjoy playing it, but I burn out on it and I've never oh I've never rolled credits on it. I, I stop and then I come back and I'm like, oh, I'm so deep into it. I forgot what I was doing. Severed, I really 
I really love Severed for what it was. And it is just swiping. It is, you know, yeah. the thing. I played it on Vita at launch. You know, you go around the dungeons and, and you know, discover the map and do this thing, get the story. Like, I enjoyed that experience. And in this matchup, I would vote Severed. Uh, so it's going on. Uh, this is tough for me because I've not played Guacamelee 2, but also Guacamelee 1. Oh, wait, is Guacamelee 1 on here? It is. Yeah. It's up against oh. Fat Princess in the Triangle Bracket, okay. which I was also, yeah, like, well, I, I like Guacamelee 1 more than Guacamelee 2. Yeah, That's me too, even is. though Guacamelee 2 has more, like, meme cringe, but it's a better game, in my opinion, than 2. Okay, that changed it a little bit for me because I was going to just, you know, argue for Guacamelee 1 then, like, as, like, my... All right, yeah. well, if Guacamelee 1 isn't on here, then maybe I'll go for Guacamelee 2. But between Guacamelee 2 and Severed, I think I'll just go Severed then because, like, I really okay. pre- I, I really love Severed. Um, it's, like, one of the, it's a first-person game on the Vita, which, like, that's tough to get right, and they got it right, in my opinion. <laughs> and, of course, that's because they made it, like, the static dungeon-crawling game. But it worked, and it's unique. And from Drinkbox, you know, has a, is going to have a great art style, and it really, to me, nailed that art style. I love the look of the enemies. And, you know, to the point where it is just you severing limbs, I think they made made it work, right? I think that for them, I'm shocked that like that's where they came down on on, on like in terms of like a game design, um, like this is what we're gonna do, especially coming off of you know platforming beat 'em up uh, Metroidvania game. Now let's make a first person dungeon crawling game where you're using swipes to fuck it. Like to me, that's such a unique pivot, and I thought it worked extremely well. I had a lot of fun with Severed. Um, it was one of the few games that it was what probably one of my favorite games on the Vita um, that I played. So that's what I'm going. Severed for. advances. Also, really quick, Mac Grover in the chat says, Guac 2, isn't that only like seven hours? One, I don't know because I don't have that memorized. But two, you don't got a time of completion. It has nothing to do with if you're too long. Like, yeah. that says more about the design. If you overstay like, your welcome, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was done. I was done long before I was done. Closing out your square division, it's super hot versus the witness. It's the witness, the witness, I guess, right? Because uh, it's just a better super game. Hot. I'm not a witness person because I uh, am not smart enough to walk through and do That's all my the thing stuff where I, with I, the I don't enjoy the witness. Like, I don't enjoy, like, getting my head smashed in with puzzles and stuff. And I know a lot witness, of people do. The witness oh, has do. the fire, though, so I have I to, do. like... The witness is one of the known. best puzzle games yeah. ever made. Like, it is incredible uh, the way that they were... They made an open-world island that in itself is just a puzzle, right? And, like, for me, I always go back to, this is, like, spoilers to The Witness, but I don't, like, at this point, you don't care. It's okay, um, yeah. <laughs> it's got that loaded up right now. They were like, man, this weekend, yeah. diving into uh, The Witness. I was going to play The Witness this weekend. One day <laughs> Out of I'll all try the again, I think, but it's, like, I don't think I got the But for me, The Witness boss. became truly special where, you know, I spent hours and hours going through the puzzle panel, panels that they have on the island, right? Because it is an item divided, uh, an island divided up into areas, and, like, each area kind of is its own puzzle type, and you're doing all that shit. There was a moment where I was just stuck on a puzzle and I was like, what do they want me to do? And like, I take a step back and I notice that in the world, there is a thing that looks kind of like one of those line puzzles from The Witness. And I was like, oh, that's peculiar. And I press X to bring up the dot that like is your puzzle dot used for the panels. I put it in that circle and I start tracing the line and it turns out, oh, that is a puzzle. And like, I've been looking at these the whole time and they've been populating uh, populated in the world. And like... The game all of a sudden took a new identity of, oh, not only is it these puzzle panels, but now, like, the island itself is a fucking puzzle that now I am solving. And, like, it is such a cool and well-designed game. And, like, it, the and the different the different ways in which they go about doing the line puzzles and all that I think is just special and um, very well done. And so... Smiley, Super smiley. hot, incredibly fun VR game that I think is more approachable and ready for anybody to jump in there. and only moves when you move, and I really enjoy it. I had a great time. But Just yes, like I that. know the Super. I know that uh, the Witnesses, of course, a amazing pu- puzzle game. Man, it has the votes.
So the witness moves wow. on yeah. to face I was, severed. I was expecting audience to go uh, super hot. I there was, well, I mean, I didn't ask the audience, but there were a lot of super hot calls in there, but it might have been mm. one person over and over again. I'm too dumb to say whether the witness is a good game or not. So I have to just concede. <laughs> it's a blessing. But yeah. Uh, uh, well, I mean, do you want to put it in the chat to argue against? Oh, okay, okay. No, I think because I think the chat will go witness. Like, it's just, I mean, some people will be like, oh, it's pretentious or whatever, but like, I don't know. It's, it's, it, it, every, it's a great puzzle game. No, I, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I can, I think it probably is a bit pretentious. <laughs> well, I mean, Jonathan Blow made it, right? But so, also, I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, it does have, that game has the stuff to back it up, I will say. He's like, don't I have the sauce though? And I'm like, you know, you do. So, yeah. You know, it's like Kanye off. West saying his discography is good. It's like, well, yeah. Yeah, but. that's the thing. Like, I mean, <laughs> he's like, but you didn't like it for why I wanted you to like it. I'm like, you know, you could just not do this interview. <laughs> <laughs> for anyway. fun and games, I'm putting it to the chat because chats, there's enough people sure. yelling. So, I mean, I don't, you know, Janet has negated your votes. She didn't want to hear it. And she said, yeah, she's voting witness. But just well, to see if you would we'll have risen this. to the challenge. And let me watch y'all just do what I said you were going to do, which is probably what's going to happen. I feel like. Like if um, Superhot took it. And I know I don't. This Is this a determinant or is this just for fun? Uh, I don't know. We'll just. <laughs> Janet wants to see the results before she agrees or disagrees with them. Because I like, I also really like Super Hot. Like, I wouldn't be but mad. But I think at the Super w- I feel like the witness it. is just generally the better game. I think so. it's the better game, but also like, I think Super Hot is fucking incredible. Super Hot's really fun. Yeah. See, we're not saying though what's the better game. We're saying what's the indie darling. The witness. I mean, the witness was literally shown off at the PS4 reveal. You I'm aware. I know how big the witness is, yeah. and I understand how many people like it, and what a great game it, it is. And oh I played gosh. a little bit. I'm like, fuck this. And I played a lot of Super Hot because Super Hot's great. Same PlayStation I, connection right there. The witness, Jonathan. When Blow. they showed the clip of the witness on stage too, I remember like Jonathan Blow came out and was like, "Mine's one of the only games that doesn't have like explosions in it." But you know, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" Get out of here! Don't watch that though. It was like a wild moment. You're a hipster. I was like, okay, like, all right. 67% of the chat says super hot. Oh, there you go. Justice. Super hot does like... have a gun and the witness doesn't. So to my knowledge, I mean, that is, John, that is super hot unless you move in slow motion like Neo, Janet. Super hot is fun to play for anybody. Super hot is one of the games you put wait, in the wait, VR so that and was set the, on anybody wait, that who visits. I, I thought that was just for fun. We never decided. Like we should Janet just... never decided what her what her vote was. I'm still arguing, hoping Janet will go. Oh. You know what? I'll I will bend no, my I'm vote. No, I'm gonna go with blessing for the witness. All right, fine. Like, witness advances. You. So we're just you know, vetoing yeah. what the audience said. Well, that was again, Janet never said the audience was actually wow. getting to vote. Wow. She was yeah. just saying she wanted to see it so she could thumb him in the eye, which I appreciate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I Super, gotta say, I, I do appreciate. Yeah, I know you can boo me. It's not the first time we got been booed, and it won't be the last. Tomato, um, tomato, tomato. Power. Says super hot makes me feel cool and the witness makes me feel dumb. Yup, <laughs> that's true. I mean, you're not we put it. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Do sometimes I gotta eat vegetables with the candy though. Yeah, with I mean, the with the candy. <laughs> Here, bless. You, you gotta you eat vegetables I'll take this starburst and a carrot. I'm good. <laughs> Here's the thing, like. I, don't, I defer to Bless even with the audience vote because he's the he's the only one that's really like engaged with two on a level that I have I have not engaged with the witness at a deeper level so so that's yeah. why. All right, we're just gonna do the, the witness then. We'll just do the witness. Yeah, let's just do the witness. All right, let's, let's get to the, the triangle bracket. Away. All right, let's just get out of here. Yeah, nightmare people. Triangle. Uh, Walking Dead versus Hollow Knight. Nobody saves the wor- world versus Sinai Wild Hearts. I, mean, I can't speak. Rocket League versus Nidhogg. No Man's Sky versus Bug Snacks. Fez versus Hades. Bastion versus Journey. Inside versus Outer Wilds. Uh, Fat Princess versus Guacamelee. We will start with Telltale's The Walking Dead versus Hollow Knight. Listen, there's a right answer here. 
will we give that answer is the question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Will we say Telltale's The Walking Dead? Oh, will Greg. we say Telltale's oh. The Walking Dead? I feel like Hollow Knight's probably the better game, right? Hollow Knight's for sure. Like, Hollow Knight's for sure the better game. But I also have more of an affinity for The Walking Dead, and I've not played through Hollow Knight. And so, like, I don't, I, I, I don't know if I can say Hollow Knight. If you Hollow haven't Knight, been motivated to play through Hollow Knight, is it the better game, Blessing? Say what you believe, Blessing. Uh, say what's in your heart. No, because if I do, the audience is going to kill me. <laughs> I'll back you up right here. All right, Rob is backing me up. Walking Dead. Yeah. Like, let's get fucking crazy. We are getting crazy, and we're allowed to be crazy because it's our show, and you can all go make your own shows. But again, to not take away from Hollow Knight, a great game, obviously. It's not my cup of tea, obviously, but like Hollow Knight, a great game. We're not saying that. And is it a better game than The Walking Dead? Well, yeah. I, I mean, I think there's a lot of, and I'm talking about mechanically, right? Of like the years behind it and the engines and yada, yada, yada. But to live through what The Walking Dead was season one and to be like, to remember what that did for the walking dead narr- or i'm sorry the walking simulator narrative game in the way that remember before this telltale's games were point and click bullshit they were the things you didn't like about the walking dead probably of like oh the batteries how do i put them in this fucking thing but they were like the fucking back to the future game of trying to figure out the right way to get the machine in doc brown's apartment to work like it was like it wasn't fun like the walking dead was such a great translation of what the walking dead universe was from the comics to a video game let alone to give us lee and clementine let alone to give us these relationships and characters oh, yeah. i still think about i was just thinking about them yesterday not because of this like hollow Knight doing me wrong a great game uh, mechanically more sound than the walking dead for sure runs better than the walking dead for sure but do you think about and, and again like i'm not a hollow Knight guy so I, 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 do you think about the Hollow Knight the way? Maybe you do think about Hollow Knight the way I think about The Walking Dead in terms of like I mean, uh, a game that fucking touched my soul. You know what I mean? I still, when that song "Take Us Back, Oh Take Us Back, Oh Take Us," like I remember fucking rolling credits and crying in the IGN demo room. Like I remember that shit. I, re- I remember the ending of episode five and like that getting me right. The decision that you had to make as Clementine and me like. That was one of the few moments in video like, video games that has gotten me that emotional. Um, and yeah, like even you think when you think about what Walking Dead in general did for like adventure games, right? Point and click narrative games, and then also episodic games in general. Because yeah. I think that was I think without in the way that like you know I was talking about Gone Home without Gone Home I don't know if you get Firewatch without um, <clears throat> without Walking Dead like do you get Life is Strange? Do you get the amount of episodic games that we get nowadays? Hundred uh, percent. I don't know if you do. Do you get like the Hitman games being episodic? Do you get all that? I don't know. We're talking about, you know, the darlings of this, right? And it's, it is that thing where, like, Hollow Knight, you know, is a great game. And, like, you know, characters aside, and yada, 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 Hollow Knight is a great game, period, obviously. But, like, The Walking Dead, like, changed the trajectory of these kinds of games. Did Hollow Knight do that for its Metroidvanias? No, it's a great Metroidvania, right? Like, a million other ones on this list. Sure. All right, Walking Dead advances. Fuck everybody. Janet We're is so avoiding much trouble all now. the smoke. I, Janet's oh, like, it doesn't matter. Say, she's in. She's here I for this crime. Janet's like, I'm gonna say the least as possible because I, I don't play, like these. I didn't play a lot of Hollow Knight. And I didn't play Telltale the Walking Dead, so I'll just, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't care. I'll fight. Other, yeah, I, like, I would have assumed you play the Walking Dead. I, I would. I think no, you might like but that here's game. the thing. Like, should do I need to now? Yes. Like, is it gonna yes. still hit? You still do. You still do. If you say it still hits, then you can advance. That that's definitely. The Walking Dead is still one of those games that I wish I could neuralize myself on and play again. Like that okay, would be well, one of those I'm games gonna for do sure. that. You, you will do that when I play it. Okay, great. We're, our minds are. I like... want lots of text messages. I want lots of text <laughs> sure. messages about what's going on, where it's going on. Yeah. yeah. Next, nobody saves yes. the world versus Sinara Wild Hearts. Sinara Wild Hearts. Sinara Wild Hearts. Agreed. 
Hell yeah. All right. I am sur- I thought you were going to say nobody, uh, Janet. No, definitely not. It's funny because I love Sayonara Wildhouse. It's like one of my favorite games. Um, nobody Saves the World, it was funny because I saw it against Sayonara. I'm like, there's no way Sayonara is in advance because you guys don't like Nobody Saves the World. Um, like, I like it the most and I'm not picking it. So I don't think it's going to make it out mm-hmm. of here. Um, but I'm like, maybe you hate Sayonara Wild Hearts because I know no. some people that really don't like Some people don't like that game. Um, but it didn't live wrong. up to my expectations of it, but I enjoyed it all the same. Yeah, I still listen to that soundtrack, man. Great it's, soundtrack. Yeah. Oh my god, no, I'm not taking away from that. Again, again, oh it still rings in my ear. <laughs> and, and it has Claire de Lune in it. Any game that has Claire de Lune is okay. Oh actually, god, Claire de Lune, it. I'm fucking done with Claire de Lune. Claire really? de Lune is an e- it's everywhere, and it's, it's kind of like it's, it's in the ocean. We have 15 it's in minutes. We can't everything. argue about Claire de Lune. <laughs> That's fair. No Man's Sky versus oh, I'm sorry, Rocket League versus Nidhogg. Rocket League. Rocket League because of the the vibes, but I like Nidhogg better. I don't like the soccer car thing. It's too floaty for me. Yeah, I'll, we'll I'll square about Nidhogg all day. Nidhogg, Nidhogg is, is an amazing awesome. game that I really, really enjoy. But I got I, no I, notes for Nidhogg. Um, Rocket League was able to pull me in, even though I'm not like that guy at all. Like, Rocket League is yeah. one of the best soccer games this period. Like it's more, it's in some ways it's more of a, a soccer game than even the FIFA games are, just in terms of positioning and like the physics of hitting the ball in the right way and like the team, the um, coordination with your teammates of like, hey, you get back, I'll get right. Like, Rocket League is a uh, like a perfect storm of mechanics and like physics and all that stuff. I, it just works supremely well, and so and a great PlayStation Plus success story. You know what I mean yeah. in terms of like the it PlayStation is, uh... darling part of it and all that jazz and like how much fun that was to play and the way it took over and to see Psionics go from such a niche developer to making like the biggest thing going at the time was incredible. But I think Rocket League deserves all its flowers, and I vote that too. So there you go. No Man's Sky versus Bugs next. I, this I'll, is a matchup that should never happen in any conversation. <laughs> this is the only t- time you'll have this kind of conversation of Bucks next versus No Man's Sky, and I honestly don't know. Uh, I mean, for me personally, I'm voting No Man's Sky. Like No they Man's Sky again. Feet. I enjoyed. Oh yeah, I got my, my bungers over here too. I enjoyed. Uh, well, I mean, obviously. I don't know, think anything's been next. procedurally generated that looks as good as this bunker right here is the thing. Uh, I obviously uh, adore uh, Bugs Next, and that's a pop agenda game too. My wife's company, by the way, uh, she helped or they helped publish it. Uh, but I would vote No Man's Sky because what No Man's Sky launched as, obviously the hype train up to it, enjoyed the game at launch, and then obviously watched it get flogged and destroyed for all the things it wasn't, and then they put their heads down. They kept working on that game. They put out update after update, and like every time I come back to that game. And I've done it, what, three or four times now with years in between. It's always amazing what they've done and how great that game is. And even this year, right earlier, I played it for uh, like a week or whatever. And I was having a great time and it, it holds up. Bugsnax is great as well. But Bugsnax is a game that I played and finished and really haven't thought about again. But uh, No Man's Sky, I think I still think about it every so often. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, I should go back to that. I should go. I, should, I, I still want the bigger ship. I, was, I had a checklist on my phone of the things I was working on. Like No Man's Sky. And, you know, No Man's Sky is this giant, expansive game that is doing all these but, incredible uh, things. But. Bugsnax is like really fun and I and I love it a lot. But also like I think when we're talking about the like the kind of brackets this is, right? And the kind of competition, I think Bugsnax is one of the ones where it's like, I love I love this, but I think even like the indie darling term is one that I don't even I don't know if I would apply to Bugsnax. Like Really? Yeah, it's a great I, I, I totally great would. Game. It was so like associated with PlayStation 2. And the but, like, song, that be- and the PlayStation that because... 5 launch and everything else, like And I guess, you know, context is context, right? And so it's all factual, but like I feel like so much, so much of it was circumstantial where, you know, it was at the the PlayStation 5 reveal. It had the really cool song. It was part of PS Plus at the launch of PlayStation 5. And so, like, PlayStation and um, the studio did every single thing possible to get that game in front of people. But then, like, since then, 
I feel like Bucksnacks just hasn't had like conversation around it. I remember yeah. even do, do after doing the DLC preview, I was like, yeah, the DLC seems cool. And then you asked the question of, cool, are you gonna play it? And I was like, no, I don't think I'm gonna play it. But that's like, true did any of us play the DLC? DLC. That no, but that's true of most DLC. I started Statistically, it, yeah, people do not play DLC like that unless it's like a, maybe like a ongoing game like with no man's mm. sky where it's inherently by design you're supposed to be yeah. playing that game no forever. man's sky advances yeah, that's yeah, fine, yeah. No man's sky. yeah next up is fez versus hades hades Ugh, hades, hades. Yeah. I, I, I fez was one of those games i know people really had juice for and i remember finally getting it on playstation playing and i was like i just don't like this really it, yeah. i like turn it's fun to turn the cubes here's the it thing it's fun to turn the cubes Though I get I lost that. as fuck in that game. I um, never beat it because I got lost. Like that. Yeah. yeah, me too. And I know that's I the point of the game is that it's like mazy or whatever, but I never beat it because I was just yeah, like, yeah, I don't know I where got, the fuck I went go. deep into that. And then, um, yeah, Hades. Yeah, Hades is freaking Hades, really great. Hades. And they have um, a, great, uh, approach to, a great approach to difficulty with Hades. Um, yeah, Hades is dope. Hades is super special, and we're going to talk more about it. So Hades advances, and we'll get there. Uh, Bastion versus Journey. I I this is neither. a fun one. <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't I'm like either of them. <laughs> but yeah, I don't what? like either of them really. Yeah, I don't like oh, either of them. Let me just vote Bastion and let's move on. Oh yeah, go go oh, for sure. it. I fucking yeah, adore you know, Bastion. I reviewed it. I remember it on for Xbox days. and having such a great time with it and all these different things. And I was so excited when it came to PlayStation. And I think that game is just fucking incredible. Journey sure. is also incredible from when we played it back in the day and running around and chirping at each other and all that stuff. But like, yeah, when you chirp, Shorty chirps back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I loved Bastion. Or I'm sorry, I loved Journey at the time. But like Bastion is one of those like, and I think that's what happened with Bastion actually, where they put it on a PlayStation. I played it on Vita, and I might have played it on console for a little bit. Never finished it again. But it's one of those games that I will buy Bastion over and over again and play over and over again. Sure. Whereas Journey was a one and done for me, and it was like a super touching thing at the moment. But I still think Bastion's more fun. Yep. Bastion advances. That will get us in trouble as well. Uh, Inside versus Outer Wilds inside inside baby inside's like super goaded in outer wilds yeah. i know some people really loved it and it changed their lives i played it i beat it i see what it does that's interesting but it did not change my life inside in- was inside is, inside is well. one of the very few examples of like what i think is a perfect video game just yeah every single action has an animation like the puzzles are so good like the it's incredible atmosphere the presentation it's fucking it's incredible from even the end is is kind of good as well which is very hard to the, do the, yeah the, like ending that. Is, the ending is incredible for the fit all the physics of the thing you become in that game it's just like god that sticks in your head once you finish that game it's like i can't believe i just did that game is really did. Yeah, the way that, like, awesome. the thing animates and once you like pick up a box with it the way it passes the box from hand to hand it's also Incredible. like just shot to like a feat. short game being fucking fire like yeah, that game is yeah that game's amazing and then the final one for the triangle division is Fat Princess versus Guacamelee. 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 Yeah. Love Fat Princess. What a great time that was back in the day. They're ganking our princess. Like, it, uh, I adore that game and had a great time with it. But Guacamelee is such a, a fun game and so well done. And, you know, again, what Drinkbox does so well that you have to give it to them. So now it's time to double back and put on our boots. We need to get, uh, yeah, we need to get going. We need, okay, okay, we need to get going here. Uh, so we'll go back to circle, ladies and gentlemen, where it is Dead Cells versus Stardew Valley. Stardew? I would say Dead Cells. I'd also say Dead Cells. Janet thinks and thinks. I mean, I think you just, I, uh, I, well, you got two to one, so it's just Dead Cells then. Well, do you, you, you want to go out? You want to go out there and try yeah. to be a Stardew Valley uh, hero? 
the thing is I, I haven't made my farm like that you know what i mean what do i have to say i didn't i didn't okay. i didn't fucking marry anybody on Sorry. that game so like i kind of but i feel like it's the more <laughs> iconic game um and it's has it it has like a longer tail i think but but that's hey, still, yeah. so, still so, has DLC. so much dlc yeah people still love that yeah I, I, I mean, that sells me the votes. Me and Bless have the votes, so it's over. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Yeah, so if, like, you, yeah, fought, yeah. if you fought passionately for uh, Star Wars, no, because I didn't. I, you, but... I didn't care about it like that. Like I just haven't gotten into it like that. I haven't yeah. put put the time in. Okay, Celeste so versus what remains of Edith Finch. Oh, ah, fuck! This is so oh. awful. This is like the worst thing ever. I know my um, answer, but I it hurts me to say it. What remains of Edith Finch? No, Celeste. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's an easier sell. It's an easier sell, and but I I I feel like what what and and Celeste is easier to like beat out other games because it has more power because it has the gameplay and the story and the music. But I feel like What Remains of Edith Finch is just like a masterclass in Walking Sim. What it does with the fantastical realism, how trippy it is, how cool it is. Um, I how good it feels to swing in that game. You can get on a swing and that shit feels amazing. The climbing <laughs> as a cat does not feel good though. Don't do that part. Um yeah, it's it is it's trippy, it's heartwarming, it has mystery. And I feel like they do kind of stick the landing on how they tie everything all together. So yeah, to me that game I when I see these two games, that is the first game that I'm inclined to say, but I kind of win and lose either way because I love both of the game, those games a lot, and I probably would give them both tens. So my my argument, right, for Celeste is in a genre that is almost as old as video games. When you want to talk about talk about two D platformers, Celeste finds ways to innovate and take that genre to the next level, um, and that's both in terms of narrative and story. Like thinking about how, ma- how many platformers do even do narrative period let alone do a narrative that is so personal and that that is so like hey we're going to talk about real topics we're going to touch on depression we're going to talk touch on anxiety and we're going to take this platformer that has a setup that is as simple as we are you're playing as uh, uh, uh maddie who's climbing this mountain and we're going to metaphorically tie it to the idea of you know uh climbing your insecurities right climbing over your anxiety climbing over your 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 thing right and like your mental hurdles yeah and like you know it, it has that, but it also has this brutal difficulty that is framed very well because it is screen to screen, right? Like no challenge yeah. is yep. too long or too unfeasible for you to to get through, right? Everything is just a screen. If you can get through the next next screen, it might take you 10 tries, but you'll make it. And if you can't make it, hey, we have this assist mode. And like the assist yep. mode was the assist mode that mm-hmm. really set things into gear in terms of uh, um, even more games taking accessibility more uh, seriously and putting that stuff more at the forefront. It's the answer to everybody ways. who's like, oh, well, we wanted the game to be difficult, so we didn't want to take away from it by putting it. It's like Celeste yep. did that. Celeste yeah. did that and made it. A, I mean, I'm voting Celeste here, and I, I do love what sure. remains of you, Fitch. Celeste is, a, for all the reasons you just talked about, Bless, where I think it is the fact that the gameplay is merged so well with the story and even like i'm not talking about them just giving you the story in the gameplay it's the fact that the gameplay is the story of you climbing it let alone the fact that yes the screen by screen thing is what made it uh, approachable to me somebody who does not like those kind of challenges and does not like you know getting their face rubbed in the shit right the fact that it was the ability of going sorry someone's not the fact that you're able to get in there and uh you know have these moments and then if it was too hard turn it down and challenge and not be made oh you're playing a baby mode you're doing whatever you still get the adventure like celeste is a master class and that's not to take away from you finch we're like you're talking about we're talking I mean, about we're two, in round two i do now. think even though 
it's clear that what remains is lost. I I do want to shout out that's also what I like about what remains that I think so often when you have a walking sim, the like classic thing that gets tossed out is like, oh, well, I'm not really like playing anything. I think it has it does such a good job tying in actual mechanics into what you're doing. Like you're not just walking around a house learning stuff. You're doing that, but then you also like go into these like surreal or past scenes or memories and now it's like a camera game now it's like a platformer game now it's like a simulator or you're steering a boat or you're like a baby in a bathtub or you're all these different things and i think the way it manages to take transformation and make that meaningful on so many different levels i mean you want to talk about like walking how good it is to walk around a fucking house there's no house i'd rather walk around in than the Mm. what remains of edith finch house it is so Green freaking cool and smart and i i just i don't know if i'll ever play a walking sim that's better games, than this man. game um and i know that like it is true bless i love your argument of how impressive celeste is in the context of its history but i don't think that necessarily means that what remains do- gets docked because there's not more in its genre like i still think it is probably the best in its genre and i, I struggle to imagine oh, yeah. anything being better what than remains what remains my favorite walking sim. it is like, the inside of walking sims and that's why i that's my vote at this moment this could, but I can this go could be the finals honestly like this is one of those yeah, matches you guys, that could be the finals I, I, like i said i love celeste so like we can have celeste go on but i just want to shout that out it's like such a freaking fantastic game celeste has gone on going home is a better walking simulator than eating fish uh <laughs> next up in the challenge is moss versus toem vr versus uh, black and white I vote Moss, and this is a tough one. You know, I love both these games. I've talked about these both these games to death on many a show. Uh, Moss is such a heartwarming children's book come to life, and you getting sucked in that and reading into that and stuff. I, I think Moss is, I think Moss is better than Tome. I have no say. I don't have a vote here. Sure, I'm Same. cool with the Moss going over Tome. <laughs> Moss is cool. I like Tome, but I'm not like obsessed with it. Yeah, it's cool. And it's it like I, it moment. took me it took me a long time to beat it, which I think maybe says something about it didn't like capture me like crazy but i like it and it is absolutely worth beating because the ending is so freaking cool in that game slay the spire versus among us i mean slay the spire is, a, is a better game oh i disagree so much but you know i don't like i don't be decking it out like that but i definitely don't fuck with let's do some boring thing and then wait to lie to my friend like i the just game, don't find that i don't find the that gameplay. enjoyable the gameplay is the social dynamic i would but recommend my, for this one we bias. go to the chat to yes. be the decider i, I have I a think. big bias against those kind of like multiplayer experiences you guys know historically i don't play online multiplayer shit because i don't tend to like it mm-hmm. and among us is just another one that i don't like I so. say go to the chat on this one because, uh, yeah, Slay the Spire yeah. is one I've only briefly touched, and Among Us I don't like. <laughs> yeah. But I, I don't. I think it's just a personal bias. So I'm putting yeah. it to the chat. Bless is voted. You voted Among Us, right? Bless? I voted Among Us, yeah, strongly. Okay. Well, we'll let chat decide. <laughs> chat is voting right now to see where they're going to come down with and have the winner go through. Maybe one day. Maybe Among Us will be my Fortnite. One day I'll just be super into it, but I, I don't think so. I, I think that ship has sailed. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. yeah. Well, among, I like Among Us, but it doesn't have that. But like, power. don't at me when you see me on a cherry stream playing Among Us because I'm doing it. For, I'm doing it for the culture. And the, see, that's I, the exact I, same I reason I haven't downloaded it. Or, I'm sorry, I haven't I deleted it from computer. Either. Yeah. It's because I know I'm going to do some charity stream where I need to do it or whatever. It's tight though. Uh, Slay the Spire is pulling ahead right now, 56 percent of the vote. Uh, we'll let it go a little bit longer here to see if anybody else has something to say. But I do believe. And I have had good times playing Among. Like when I'm, you know, I'm not. I'm not totally fake when I'm laughing. I'm not just fucking pretending to have a good time. But just generally, for like, charity, I, find, I, like I don't hate. This. I find the act of it just not that 
Yeah, like, oh, I'm going to pretend to fix this wire that I don't even know where the wire is. Like, I don't know. Well, Slay the Spire like, has won the poll and will advance. Slay the for, Spire moves For on. the quick argument to the, uh, for a moment, yeah. you know, it, was it's like, it was like, for me, the the tasks are just busy work to where, like, your your attention isn't supposed to be on the tasks. Like, I think they're meant to be monotonous that way. You are paying attention to positioning and where people are at and, like, the last thing you did, right? And, like, they have to be, I, I think they have to be a bit monotonous and easy to do so that that way, when you are making the arguments, you can be, like, Oh, I was doing X, Y, and Z. Is your room falling apart, Greg? What just happened? No, Jen just dropped a salad dressing down the stairs. Oh, okay. I thought it was another situation of like a painting falling down. No, no, no. Don't worry about that. But yeah, like there's that. And then also like in terms of the impact of Among Us, right? Among Us was my nightly game that I played for months during the that that time of the pandemic. Uh, and like, I, I just have such a good connection with that game, man. Like, sure. I, that's a game that I'm going to So you're just a liar out. is what you're <laughs> No, because I'm good at Among Us, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. There you go. yeah, yeah. We move to the cross bracket. Well, I guess you're, what, the first people to step into uh, the Sweet 16 are Dead Cells versus Celeste, Moss versus Slay the Spire. Uh, moving down to the cross division, we have Gone Home versus Disco Elysium. Gone Home. Disco Elysium. Ah, Disco Elysium. The lightning tough, goes though. off at any time, Bless. That's what's it's so tough, scary. Though. You never I, know. It's not scripted. That's the that's what makes it so cool. Janet, I want to hug you right now so bad because of course <laughs> I'm voting Gone Home. Disco Elysium. No one wants to read a book. It, Get the fuck out of here. It has voice Switch, acting in the director's you cut. You can you can. There's actually Nintendo games in the game room if you play on Nintendo. Exactly. Exactly. Sorry yeah. there. Oh, Disco Elysium. Yeah. Sorry, Lucy James. GameSpot. Get your ten out of ten out of here. Gone Home. That mattered. That mattered. Peter, Triforce Powers is put it to the chat. Get the fuck out of here, chat. We don't want to hear Remember your lies. You listen, went, I know the people are with me on this one. Home. Oh, I know they are, too. Oh, I know people are furious ass. about I this. Mad, like, listen, I'm mad because you guys... I was prepared <laughs> to genuflect and let you move on, Disco Elysium. But if I have the vote from Janet, you know I'm yeah. not. Listen, I'm not mad because you guys are going to feel the fury. Everybody, if you have, if you want to voice your concerns, tweet at SadBoyBarrett on Twitter and let him know how you feel. The best is that Barrett came in finally to check after whatever show he was doing. He's just been finally catching up on the bracket he's so fucking pissed <laughs> <laughs> all right gone home advances fuck everybody <laughs> now we're playing with fire and i love it yeah, up yeah, next i don't want to read i just want to walk okay Pyre it has voice acting super meat boy got past the first round yeah yeah it passed hey, what, it what, beat uh short, short what height, were yeah. we on how do we let that happen i guess super you were there you agreed I guess I'm. Do you guys knock me out? Do you guys drug me? No. <laughs> Why would I? Don't say I. This is look at how blessings already trying to wiggle out of all the. Oh, hey, yeah, he's gonna, get he's gonna kill thirty more shit. minutes. He can just leave. Um, Super Meat Boy. Super Meat Boy. Yeah, Super I like I, Pyre. I like I. A Pyre is actually I like, but it's the first Super Giant game I didn't love that I didn't actually like get into because I'm just not that thing. It's quality made and yada yada yada. That's why I put it over. I think it's a better game than Graceful Explosion. But Super Meat Boy again. I remember when Super Meat Boy dropped again. I'm not the challenging ran my head into it yeah and that was a game where i was like i gotta play this i loved playing super meat boy so much fun on that so yeah super there meat you go. boy walked so celeste could run yeah, sure <laughs> uh your next one here uh in uh the cross division beat saber versus cuphead oh i hate this matchup i hate this matchup so much remember this is our bracket this is presented by ps i love you don't let the world uh, get in your well, ear no, this is you know about the world this is about me because like i fight, i know beat saber it's beat saber beat saber yeah. I go Beat Saber too. And I love yes. Cuphead. I, I think Cuphead is yes! a 10 out of 10 video game. It's but. all coming up, Greg. <laughs> I don't like I didn't like to shoot in Cuphead. Like I didn't like how shmuppy it was. I'm like, I thought it was a platformer. And I just this is just me of going it. off my own personal enjoyment and like so. 
I have Beat Saber. Also, wait, so once you if, once you start sidecar and Beat Saber too, like you can have all the fun in the world that you want to have. Dude, when you're when if you're, you're playing, someone that commits those kind of crimes, that is. When but, you're you doing uh, Drake, nice for what in Beat Saber? Oh, it hits different. KDA, come on now. Let's have Beat Saber's the only there. keeping some people alive. You know, it saves lives. Getting the uh, getting that motion in there. Like, yeah, I, I know there's tons of people that are like, oh, but Cuphead's a masterpiece. Like Cuphead's <clears> animation, yada yada yada. If you played Beat Saber, you understand. Like, just the feeling of playing a level in Beat Saber should be enough to sell you on why we fucking love this game so much. It is maybe some of the most fun I've ever had in a video game, especially as an indie darling. Something that is like popular, but maybe doesn't get the respect to deserve. Cuphead has all the flowers in the world. Cuphead has his own Netflix show. You know what I mean? Cuphead is like somebody who's broken through the whatever you define AAA practically. And I know that obviously Beat Saber got bit, uh, bought by Meta, but again, we're talking about what it is and where it was. <laughs> Yeah, we're doing a, in, our indie bracket. One of them is fucking like published by Xbox. The other is owned by Meta. <laughs> <laughs> and you got and you got Hellblade out of here. Beat Saber advances up next. Sifu versus Limbo. Oh, uh, Limbo. I would do Limbo as well. I don't go Sifu. Sifu. I would. See, here's what I do. I'll, I'll step back as somebody who again hasn't even like put. I started Sifu finally, right? Yes, I think. No, I don't even remember. Uh, and like, but I know how good Sifu is. That's why I argued how much I don't like Kenna or Kena versus it. So like, I'll step back and let the chat vote on that one if you want. That way, it I say put it on. put it to chat then. All right, because yeah, like, and honest, honestly, like I love Limbo, um, but I think my love for Limbo is a bit lessened by playing Inside and Inside just becoming just my darling of Play Dead. Um, in that game, I think taking everything Limbo did and just pushing it further. Limbo's dope, dope as hell game, especially for the time. I think Sifu, when you want to talk about modern indie games, is 100% a darling, right? Like, it's doing things that are different, fresh, exciting, fun. The art style is there. The music is there. The combat mechanics are tight. They're there. Um, and yeah, like, it's for me, it's the easier of the two to pick. Well, the chat is going right now, and it is closed right now. Sifu has 52% of the vote. Wow, right there. If you're watching live on patreon.com slash kind of funny games, your vote could change it all. You just have to get off. I feel like limbo ass. is a stronger like like it's easier for it to score like a nine or higher than like Sifu is more of like a like an eight to a nine while limbo is more like a nine to a ten. Though I will Wait. say I'm not as enamored by limbo as a lot of people. That's why I wasn't like like I didn't say anything when moved on from I.I. Worlds because I'm like yeah I guess that is the better game but like Lim I don't know. Limbo has really good Would puzzles, you... and yeah, I see Barrett with the allegory of grief and death. But you know what? Like, I didn't really—I'll be honest—I didn't really care. Maybe I didn't pick up on it. I wasn't moved by Limbo in any deep way, but I think it's a damn good puzzle game. Yeah. In a way, I, I mean, again, it's one of those for what up. the time and place. Limbo was so special. I think. Yeah, and Limbo again, I enjoyed good. it. Like, it, I think it inside's fine. better. Oh, it's way better, but that's not Limbo's fault. That Lim it's no, but better. I'm just saying in terms of like, if you move on and you get to something like yeah. Sifu right now. Yeah. By the way, Sifu is 57% of the vote. It's been there a while. It, it that's wins. crazy. I feel like it and should be Limbo. My, my thing with Limbo, right? You should have voted like that. Should have had an it, opinion. It's easier to I get did vote. <laughs> with the Limbo being easier to get nine, nine or a 10, right? <laughs> is that still true? Because I, I, at the time, I think yes. Like playing Limbo in 2010 or whenever it came out, 1000%. That was a masterpiece video game. Limbo, I think for how far video games have come in the last decade, I can imagine putting it on right now and going, Oh yeah, no, this is a really good puzzle platformer, but like obviously like the animations here seem off, like the puzzles here could be better. Like I I could see ways in which that game could uh be better in ways that inside perfected that formula of a game. We move Sifu advances, uh so from the circle or I'm sorry, from the cross, cross now your sweet sixteen, uh, your next eight of the, no, 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 I fucked that up, didn't I? 
No, no, anyway, your next four of the Sweet 16 are Gone Home versus Super Meat Boy, Beat Saber versus Sifu, but we'll get back to them in a minute. For now, let's go to Square, continuing our uh, counterclockwise journey. Overcooked versus Chicory. Janet Garcia, your babies fighting oh, um, babies. Chicory. Chicory. Wow, I would say overcooked, but... That's crazy. Yeah. I, no, you, we've chicory. talked about this. Like, I just didn't love I know, chicory, Yeah, like I just forget. Did. I get It's hard to hear someone say something like that. It's so egregious. <laughs> I just, I mean, like... I think I love Overcooked, and I think you know, everything we said before about how, what a great party game it is, and how it has no business being as fun as it is, and yada yada yada. We should have played I when I was there because Maggie also was Overcooked. Oh man, I'm always not for more Overcooked. Yeah, yeah, we could have cooked it up. We'll cook it up next time. But yeah, Chicory advances Chicory. in that one. Next is Stray vs. Undertale. Oh, Undertale. I mean, yeah, it's fine. Bullet. I I did not enjoy Undertale, but me I also neither. I didn't enjoy Stray that. Why? But it all got fucked fine. up. But I would never argue that Stray is better than Undertale. Yeah, for the record, it all it all though. got fucked up with me and Undertale. Like I didn't have a chance. It's fine. Uh, Fall Guys versus Resogun. Fall Guys. Yeah, sure. It's tough. It's a tough one because really I like do think Resogun is like this synonymous PlayStation Four indie for where it launched and what it did. But I think Fall Guys, again, is such a, a a movement that continues of just like, again, another great PlayStation Plus game, too, that launched and, you know, really turned heads and stuff. I would go Fall Guys again as well, because I think that just has a bigger imp- I- I- impact. And I think for a darling, I would I would look at that and those little cute beans, even though their costumes aren't that great, but they're getting better. Yada, yada, yada. Really? The costumes, I feel like, are, have really been hitting lately. Again, well, it's literally, if you go back to the stream we did with Fall Guys, I go on this rant about how shitty the costumes are, and then they really started putting out the lights and stuff every week yeah, I'm like, All yeah. right, you know what cool 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 they uh, severed versus the witness the witness i guess the witness yeah begrudgingly i would say the same yeah I, you know even i mean if i wanted to put aside the greg millerness of what i'd want to play the witness advances so from the square bracket your sweet 16 uh, entrants are chicory versus undertale fall guys versus the witness <laughs> we move back to the triangle bracket what some of the people are calling the hardest bracket the walking dead versus sign our wild hearts the Walking oh, uh, Dead would be the Greg I'm Miller gonna go, vote. I'm going to go sign our wild hearts. Blessing, we turn our lonely eyes to you. A gr- game with a great soundtrack and a great visuals and a shirt I still wear to this day. Or a game that changed its genre and is still talked about from a story perspective and gameplay choices to this day. We could stop talking about today, Blessing, with your vote. <laughs> stop the discourse and go sign our <laughs> wild stop hearts. Stop the discord here and go sign. No, a uh, game this that is, actually tough is for me, I really a magical experience... Um, that has and no then another game except that's for a music the end, video. the ending part with the VR thing. It was not as good as everything else. But you don't remember that part. What you remember is flying through the streets on your motorcycle, <laughs> and 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 dealing with when you fall out of the freaking window in that game, and then you start going. And I think it has like great balance of like fun rhythm game and not needing to be obsessed with score. It lets you it lets you maintain flow state despite how well you may be doing at the rhythm game element of it. Um, that game hits on every freaking platform it's ever come to. It's freaking fantastic. And it is, I constantly listen to that, that soundtrack because the game is the soundtrack. I know it's, you cannot divorce the two. Exactly. Right again, again. I listen to that so much. Isaiah fucking hates that song because oh, I, I never stopped so playing it. Yes. Oh my God. Oh, this is so tough. I love both of these video games, but I do think I have to take everything into consideration. Colors. Flagged on YouTube really bad. Yeah, that's for right? sure. You wanted to bring music into the <laughs> equation. I had to bring music into the say equation. What you were doing? Yeah, you need to pull up the. We need to edit that. But <laughs> was it? Was yeah, it? Doing that. Uh, Ducky in episode 
like three or four where like Kenny Sonya. Kenny Sun, where it's like uh, spoilers for Walking Dead. Uh where like you have to decide if he's gonna live or die. Or like if, if um Kenny kills him or not. Yeah. It's been so long since you I do that it game. or if Kenny if, it oh, if you yeah. do it or if Kenny does yeah. it. I remember just struggling Dude, over that, that game, man. Goodbye. I'm going Walking Dead. It's so I, long. Come on. I got to go Walking uh, Dead. I'm sorry. Thank you. Suck. Thank you for making it's the right tough. choice. That's no disrespect to sign our wild hearts, ladies and gentlemen. Remember episode uh, two where there were the cannibals? Dude, oh my God. Oh, Running down game. the stairs, dude. Oh my God. Dude, I might have to, I might have to play Walking Dead again. Clem. Oh, it's so good. I never, honestly, short. I know this might be shocking. I never finished season two. I got halfway yeah, through Walking Dead season two. That's not I shocking. Like, I feel like they had so much juice in season one, and it was so in like following that up was impossible. That's my thing is I was like, I just don't that season one feel anymore. Uh, man, I read the comic book too. They, they have a new trade paperback out about uh, Clem, like picking uh, like, up the story or whatever. Recently? I got complaints. Yeah, I got complaints. Oh wow. Yeah, uh, Daniel Olson isn't dead, but he's rolling in his grave right now. <laughs> the sign our. I'm sorry, hearts. Daniel Olson. You made a music. You made incredible music. Rocket League versus No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky. I'm going Rocket League. Um, yeah, Rocket League, I guess. I would go Rocket League as well. I think the argument can be made, of course, that No Man's Sky is the uh, bigger, better game. It's done so much. Yeah, yeah. Rocket League's been fire since launch. And again, it's 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 trying to do what it's trying to do. And you want to talk about an indie darling. I think that No Man's Sky is the indie success story, the indie redemption. But again, darling, I think Rocket League, again, it's hard to think about it now because it's epic and it's a juggernaut. But like again, I remember how crazy it was to... I think I forget, it must have been... Whatever, maybe it was an RTX or whatever, or maybe it was just a gauntlet, but I remember going there and like everybody, like uh, I just seen and Freddie Wong and all these people were like, I have to go play Rocket League right now. Like I have to get back to it. Yeah, yeah. It was, I was like, this fucking small game from a Psionics? All right, that's awesome. Uh, Hades versus Bastion. I mean, Hades. Hades. <laughs> yeah. As, even as much as I love Bastion. I mean, it's Super Giant versus Super Giant. You can't lose, but come on now. Inside versus Guacamelee. Inside. Inside. It's not even close. It's not. Even, uh, Greg is like doing it's making so a face far, like it's, it's a battle. It's so far away. It's so that I not feel a like battle. This was, yeah, it's not even I close. Just, it's, there are two games that I would tell you I think are great and that I love and I need to think about it. I'm sorry. All right. God. You should be sorry. I'm sorry. I vote inside though. I vote inside. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so advancing to your final four to the Sweet 16 here. Your the next four participants in the Sweet 16 <laughs> are The Walking Dead versus Rocket League, Hades versus Inside. We go back to the circle bracket. For this to decide who will go to the final four, Dead Cells or Celeste? Celeste. It Celeste hurts, but it is Celeste. I agree, hundred percent. Again, not taking away from Dead Cells, but when you Celeste shoot through the is... like little galaxy goo, come on. Oh yeah, uh, we're gonna yeah. talk a lot about Celeste. I think. Yeah. In the next couple rounds. Well, we'll see about that. All right. Moss versus Slay the Spire. Slay the Spire is probably the better game, but I would vote I Moss. Know, I don't know how to do the cards. I mean, I like, but again, I, like I haven't played a lot of Slay. I, I I played a bit of Slay and I've not played any of Moss, but hearing you guys talk about Moss, it would make me go Moss. And it's one of those two, with all due respect to both Moss and Slay the Spire, I think Celeste is about to beat them next round. <laughs> so yeah, 100%. Too... Who do you want Celeste to beat is the question. Well, then we're, right here, we'll just say it while we're here. Celeste beats Moss and moves to the, the Honestly, final. Honestly, yeah, we can save time. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. Who are we kidding? Yeah, all right. Whatever you want there is, you know, whether it's a rat or a card or i don't know i didn't play slay this but <laughs> gone <laughs> home versus spire? super meat boy i don't know i don't fucking know what's going on you're trying gone to slay super, super meat boy it's a I would vote platformer gone heavy home, though but i do love super meat boy i li- i really love both these games i would go gone home over super meat boy <sighs> i appreciate your service blessing the checks in the mail oh, damn it. man Thank you. super meat boy is 
I think better than Gone Home, though. But is it the indie darling? It doesn't even matter because me and Bus have the votes and it's over. And we're moving on. Fine. Beat Saber versus Sifu. Beat, uh, Saber. beat Saber. Yeah, I'm not afraid to go to Beat Saber. I think internally it will be more of a back and forth, but I'm like kind of in the middle between both these. And Beat Saber is very, very plane fun. is coming. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we can do it if you want. We can decide the final four here. We already have Celeste out of the circle bracket. So before gone, we move from the sure. cross bracket, Gone Home versus Beat Saber. Gone Home. Beat Saber. I'm going Beat Saber, baby. Greg, have some fun. Join me on the fun train. I am joining. About it. I, I'm joining the one and only Janet Garcia on the fun Damn train it. and voting Gone Home. Yeah. Come on. I oh, love Beat Saber, it, but we're talking about an indie game that like is a darling that is like you still talk about and like. I didn't know talk about Super Saber. Meatball. I know they do. I know the they do. It's a bad argument. As I was making it, I was like, I still fucking talk about Beat Saber all the time. I'm still going with Who Gone talks Home. Talks about Gone God Home. How often do we bring up Gone Home? Still, actually. No, we, talking, got home. we talk about it all the time. I feel no, like. how many times have I told this fucking story about uh, fucking doing it on? Well, that's Greg going, and Miller. I went and hugged my ex girlfriend. Like, come on, how many times? I, I feel I like we're we're the I gone had home gone home squad. Art we're the king in my room. I had show, things. Though. What what other podcast is out there still talking about Gone Home? I feel like we're the one. I don't one. know. I mean, I feel I like guarantee if they, you know, they just their launched, up, they'd be talking about Gone Home more, I think. Uh, 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 they just launched the uh, Kind of Funny database or whatever, the mm. unofficial Kind of Funny database. You seen this thing? That's the infected, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the infected thing. I bet if, if you could go through there, I guarantee Gone Home has been talked about more on Kind of Funny content than Beat Saber. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I think so. Again, that's kind of funny. I, like, I still can't believe wait, you guys it's, didn't it's take presented by Kind of guess Funny. What, what do you want me to do this? Like, guess what? Jeff Force Gemini has been talked about a lot, too. And Donkey Kong 64. <laughs> Should that have any bearing on the popularity of these things? Beat Saber has been wrong. Your first two to enter right. in, too. The final four are Celeste and Gone Home, but we'll get back to that matchup. Instead, we'll move to Square. Chicory versus Undertale. Chicory. Undertale. I'm going to sequester myself, and we can go to the poll for, Take it to the the chat for this one. Sure. Uh, uh, Raj, what were you going to say? No, I was just saying I feel like that's the right choice to put it in the chat. I know you guys are going to yeah. fail me because of the memes and the Tumblr, just because, like, Tumblr doesn't hit anymore like that, so Chicory's on Tumblr. The votes uh, are, uh, we have been posted. You pick between Chicory or Undertale to decide who will go. The Undertale Tumblr is... Chicory is oh, no, the, a wonderfully balanced game. It's fire to play. It has amazing writing. The art stuff is cool. The side stuff is cool. Undertale has probably more layers, but are you actually getting to those layers? Maybe you are, maybe you aren't. Chicory is a more... Is a better package Maybe experience you, are, to me. Are you getting those layers? I don't know. I've not played yeah. through it. Yeah. No, I did play through it. I did oh, play through did? it. Yeah. Oh, okay. And guess what? I didn't feel fucking anything. Okay. I'm sorry. I looked in the mirror and I saw it was me all along and I didn't give a shit. Okay. Wow. Um, that's my truth. Wow. You well, went in both one of the most powerful scenes in the video game. Undertale. Undertale. My beef with Undertale is I feel like it's a game where you have to really break down all of the layers to really get something deep out of it. And I don't think you need to do that with Chicory. Also, I will say here, I do not like the gameplay in Undertale. The shmup stuff with the, your little dot moving around, it's not fun to play. Um, oh, Deltarune, Deltarune, I do like the gameplay of. So I'm actually feeling, I'm, I'm enjoying my time with Deltarune a lot more oh, than Undertale. Oh, Deltarune on here. I forgot about um, that. Deltarune's not done. Don't, yeah, we don't need to touch Deltarune right. yet. Um, but yeah, that's my thing. Also, Chigory has fire music too. So that's my thing with Undertale and why I didn't connect with it on a deep level like i did not enjoy the gameplay i tried doing the pacifist run i messed it up i had to think watch the end of it on youtube again you can argue it was all roger cutter microphone undertale is one with 78 percent of the vote undertale with me. yeah i was letting go i was like I, you're gonna try and talk through the audience and try to get those votes and i'm like listen this undertale is undertale well i know most of the audience we get the army plenty of everyone's played undertale, undertale is the bts of video games we're unstoppable <laughs> 
Please don't invoke BTS here. I do not want to deal with those comments. Like, I can... <laughs> uh, Undertale has I'm moved on. We have, we have to figure, figure out Fall Guys versus The Witness. Fall Guys versus The Witness. I just have to say, I... before people choose The Witness, oh, that I was talking to Snowbike Mike, ex-cast host, and he was telling me that I need to push for Fall Guys because he said you jabronis will not vote for it. And then he kept on saying that it was the best indie game of all time, yada, yada, yada. I'm not going to oh, look any of that. First of all, but... he went too far. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I just, need to say, I just need to say that. Just, he flew you know. too close to the sun. Yeah, he yes. flew very close to the sun. Bless, I'll, I'm sorry. Roger, I'll do it. I'm throwing it out there. I would vote, I would vote Fall Guys Good. on this one. Good. Indie darling. I can... Oh, Fall man. Guys barely feels indie so anymore. Much... It's I have so much bias against Fall Guys. We said like. we weren't going to do this. We said when we when it launched Listen, what we would judge it against. But, but then are you judging it based off the launch version or the Fall Guys that still exists? Because the Fall Guys that still exists has the backing of Epic Games. All right. Said, What's I, about I, Indie Darling? Jonathan Blow made this game <laughs> with a box of scraps by himself. <laughs> in a cave! In a cave. Yeah. And he, he lost built his mind to it too, okay? He did. He peed here. in a bottle. He put it in the game for some reason. Have you guys seen the ending of The Witness? It's fucking, he, fucking wild. No, did he? Okay, never mind. Uh, okay, anyway. There's a pee um, bottle in The Witness, it's, yes. It's rough because with Fall Guys, I don't have much to say. Like, I just, it's not really my kind of game. Um, and also, I hated... I tried playing with Isaiah online, and we had, like, a horrible time with, like, loading and trying to, like, queue up together. And when you do duos, if one you, only one of you gets through, then the other person's just gone. I just don't like... A lot of my Fall Guys experience has not been great. So but. you're voting, you're voting uh, Witness? Even though you're being I would defer to Blessing because he knows both the games more than I do, and I have my big multiplayer biases. I feel like, mm-hmm. and so. I, I would personally go the Witness, even though I love Fall Guys, and like I don't even think it's then like I that would, I would big go, of a I would gap, go, but... I would go the Witness as well. Then, for sorry, that Mike. I'm so sorry, Mike. So, sorry, Mike. You let Snow Mike Mike down, guys. Hope you're happy. It doesn't make me happy. It won't be the last time. Uh, do we want to settle this then while we're here? Undertale versus yeah. uh, Witness for the final four. <laughs> this is Bless versus Bless. Figure it yeah, out, Bless. This is me versus me. I would go, honestly, I'll go Undertale for for me. I figured you would, yeah. This, yeah. Is, this is a TI versus and honestly, TIP moment. What is, going on? what is coming up? You know what? I think this is going to be my last time to argue for Undertale uh, and so, uh, because I think whatever ends up going to get up against it is going to beat it. Uh, Undertale is a fantastic video game. Uh, Janet uh, alluded to it, but like it has the feels. It has the layers. It has the characters. It has such good writing, and I would say some of the best comedy writing uh, I've ever read slash experienced in a video game. I just think the sense of humor uh, there hits so well. Um, the soundtrack is one of the best soundtracks I've ever listened to in a video game. Toby Fox is in his bag. And to- Toby, and like, I mean, obviously, you know, the industry agrees. He's ma- he's making music for like Pokemon and uh, other games as well. So like he's gotten that recognition there and also he's had the orchestra yeah. and shit. But yeah, like the Undertale soundtrack is so magnificent. And I do like the shoot 'em up uh, combat. Like I understand that's not for everyone. And I understand like the gripes with it especially during a couple of boss fights that get pretty intense uh, i'm thinking of the um i forget her name but like the, the spider web. the spider yeah yeah yeah, uh-huh, yeah. i didn't get the fight. cookie and i couldn't i had to do it and i couldn't do it that's why yeah. i stopped playing i had to watch the rest on youtube <laughs> but as, as somebody who does like shmup gameplay oh my god that shit hit so so well for me right i thought it added such a great additional layer to that turn-based jrpg style combat that made it even more engaging um on you know both levels the level of you know figuring out what to do or figuring out what to choose and then also like actually carrying that stuff out um uh i think that's so well designed the puzzles for each enemy figuring out how to spare each enemy is so well done and yeah like it's an in- when you're talking about the indie darlings it just has so much heart like it's it, it has so it has like some of the most heart <laughs> that i've experienced personally like in a in a uh, video game like this that I, that uh i love and so we're talking about undertale still right talking about mm-hmm. undertale still undertale, undertale is the uh, chats with you 77 percent of the vote so undertale Sick. can advance to the final four 
Uh, we then move to triangle to decide who will join uh, the final four here. Uh, we'll start, obviously, to the uh, Elite Eight. Uh, the Walking Dead versus Rocket League. Ooh. This oh, y'all. We could be talking about signing our wild hearts, but y'all put us here, so let's go ahead. Well, then it would have been easy to roll them for Rocket League, but now Walking Dead versus Rocket League. That's where it gets difficult. That's where it gets I, tough. Oh, this is this is really tough, honestly, but I go Rocket League. I think Rocket League just has the stuff. It has the, I mean, Indie Darling conversation, you know, I think it dominates th that portion of it. But then also, it's just such a well-fucking-designed game. Like, the fact that they were able to pull this off with flying colors and, like, have it be this thing of you're playing it on the casual side and anybody can jump in and anybody can have fun. I had, I had my non-gamer friends hit me up to play that game with me at launch. But then it goes on to become this esports game where people are literally flying in the air to like get these incredible hits on the ball and like really take advantage of the physics of that game rocket league has been such a fantastic success story um and that is why it's my pick i see the argument i do um but again walking dead you know i, I see the chat uh indie ronin says walking dead isn't indie anymore i feel that's beside the point though we're talking about where walking dead was when telltale did it and when telltale was a nothing independent studio that was working out licensed and making adventure games that nobody cared about and then took the comic book franchise walking dead and blew it up and changed what that genre meant and to be clear i don't think we ever clarified this but are we talking about season one specifically 100 percent, yeah okay 100 only season one yeah only season one. that's all we're talking about yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna pick walking dead and put it to the poll the chat to let them be the deciding vote here between the walking dead and rocket league Fair the enough. poll is up right now ladies and gentlemen and you get to go through. Can you I say our top whatever we're at is incredible. looking pretty good. It's look, looking awesome, honestly. Like the fact that it was what Celeste, Moss, uh, Gone Home, Beat Saber, Walking Dead, Rocket League, Hades, Inside, Chicory, Undertale, Fall Guys, The Witness. Well, that's a banger lineup. Yeah, that's quality Agreed. right there. Agreed. I'm sorry, Hollow Knight fans. I tried my best. <laughs> I you would try that. You? Hard. Listen, <laughs> listen, take your complaints. Like, and who's tweet gonna them go back and check? No. <laughs> at Sad Boy Barrett is the account to tweet if you're mad about Hollow Knight not making it that far. All right. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, in the chat, Rocket League has stormed ahead with 64% of the vote, and it looks like that's pretty definitive. I'm not worried about anything happening. So, yeah, Rocket League advances uh, to the Elite Eight to fight either Hades or Inside. Whoa. <laughs> it's Hades, right? I, ten versus Hades ten. versus was it Hades versus inside? Yeah, Hades versus inside. inside. Hades or inside. inside? Inside, really? Yeah, hundred percent. It's oh, like why would you put a this on masterpiece? Me? It's a masterpiece of a game. Um, not that Hades, Hades isn't. isn't. Not that Hades isn't, but like I feel like inside fires on all layers to create such a unique story um, executed with such style. I mean, there's a feeling of mystery, dread, and a willingness to engage with the grotesque that inside does so masterfully. I think the sound design there is probably some of the best sound design I've ever experienced in a game. Yeah. And it, while it also having like some really cool puzzles throughout, I think packaged as an experience inside is just a freaking dream. Um, Hades also has fantastic gameplay and has really cool stuff with characters. And I think it rocks its genre super well. And I also love what they did with difficulty also. So shout out to, again, you can, what if I told you your game could be known for its difficulty without being fucking unplayable to a good chunk of the audience? Um, what if I told you that that happened? And then Hades did that. Um, and I think that's super cool. But as far as which game is better, I think Inside's better. I think Inside's better than most games, wow. honestly. So I love this. I love that we have like such diverse taste here. And like also like, 
these are the two games that 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 like get to struggle up against each other because like I'm right there with I'm right there with both of you that like these are two fucking masterpieces and I'm 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 oh man I don't like that I'm like the tiebreaker here because inside I think again I've said it before it is a perfect vi- uh, video game the atmosphere is there the sound a uh, uh, good thing to point out the sound design the sound design is incredible um you know we talked before about the animation and like when you get all those arms you're passing the box around and doing all that stuff right it is an impeccably designed video game and then Hades is like on the opposite end of the kind of video game it is right it is systems focused it is um action based it is story with dialogue and characters and art that is fantastic you want to talk about presentation Hades is such a good looking game especially when you're talking about the the art and the character design and uh and all that stuff and then when you talk about music right like Darren Korb is, in, is all the way in his bag putting together hits right Put, like absolutely composing his ass off the game i mean the, the the roguelite systems are so good in it and it's also accessible or it's accessible but also approachable right in terms of a roguelite which i would say inside for puzzles as well is approachable ah oh, fuck man i think the chat's lean on hades don't go with just y'all trying to have a fun time i'm trying to like fucking get my mind bent in half okay and inside does that shit i'm and trying to like find so well. nitpicks for either and i can't find it's not any. as fun like hades is like Oh, it's fun. It's exciting. It's cool. It has like the mythos stuff. People are hot. There's a dog. Oh, I, I get do it. Like stuff, don't yeah. don't let yourselves. It's more fireworks. And inside is like fucking brooding and dark as shit. But like, it's so fucking good. And that freaking mermaid. Just, are you kidding I'm, me? I'm learning that Jane is a dark person right now. How, oh yeah, like people are like oh you know Last of Us two. It's too sad. I can't handle. I'm like oh no, tear my fucking heart out. Let's go. I was a fucking <laughs> English major. Are you joking? This is my. This is why. I think Hades is such a great game. I think Inside's a great game too. I put it Hades. I, I'm surprised we're having this conversation, which I love that we're having it. I just thought Hades for sure would walk oh, over Inside. Inside. But in the chats right now, 77 or 74% Hades too, just to give the shout out to yeah. what's happening live on Patreon. Mm. The chat can take it then, I guess. But I think Inside, like to me, Inside is like so no, clearly just, like. Well, it's still blessing, blessings to pick. It's just he's heard the arguments. He's argued with himself. Like I haven't even had to get off the bench really because he knows that Hades is fantastic. He knows want, that Inside's fantastic. I just want to say blessing like Inside is a great one-time experience. Hades is a forever game. You know what I mean? Like you can jump into Listen, Hades. You're talking to somebody who's play, who's beaten Inside maybe three or four times. Uh, okay, never mind then. I've, I love you. Which one gave you more game hangover? You know, you're rolling credits on Hades. Maybe you're just going back back at it like a bad habit. Inside, you were fucking different when you came out the other side of that shit. You know, like. Shane is making really good arguments. People but also are reviewing Inside. Like I can't even review this game because you need I... to just do it. It's so. So special. It's such a moment. You're, you're making good arguments, but I can't bring myself to pull the trigger on Hades because, like, Hades is still Hades, right? It's like, Hades. it's like it has the presentation, it has the characters, it has the writing, it has like all in all of its elements, it does everything so supremely. Like, I only have, I don't think, I think I've only ever had one complaint with Hades, and that's that at some points it, the it, combat it. felt a little bit like button mashy to me in ways that, like, yeah. I'm kind of on autopilot with a lot of the fucking matching of, of abilities. That's really my only complaint with Hades. I think everything else it does pretty much perfectly. They're two games with like pretty much no notes. And like them. they had, yeah, pretty much no notes for either of these games. And I think similar, they've had similar impact on me. Where like inside I finished and I was like, fuck man, like that shit hit, right? And Hades, I, I had the same thing where like I played, I played a lot more as Hades because Hades is obviously a longer game. Um, and throughout the entire experience, I felt like I was like, f- I, like 
it felt like going through exper- an experience, right? It felt like I was going through something while while playing that game. Is that blessing? Lost make a choice. I'm I'm going Hades. I'm going Hades. Yeah, man. Good choice. All right. Good choice. Hades has moved that was t- on that was to a the tough choice, eight to fight Rocket League. Rocket League versus Hades. Who's going to the final four? Uh, Hades. 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 Okay, cool. Just make sure I'm safe. I don't want to get crazy here, ladies and gentlemen. Your final four for PlayStation's best indie darling presented by PS. I love you. XOXO is Celeste versus Gone Home. Hades versus Undertale. We will start with Celeste versus Gone Home. Celeste. Celeste. I would vote Celeste too. I think here when you want to talk about gameplay story. Indie darlingness wrapped up in one. Gone home. Cinderella run has to end somewhere. <laughs> uh, it made it farther than I thought it would. As you know, you're a uh, you're you're fanboy here for Gone Home, but yeah, we're gonna say we're gonna send Celeste there to the finals. So then, will Celeste face Hades or Undertale? Hades. I assume Greg's gonna go Hades. I yes. However. If you're going to say Undertale, I would forfeit my vote and put it in the chat as somebody who never completed Undertale. Mm-hmm. I would say Undertale. All right, then we're going to the yeah. chat, ladies and gentlemen, for you to decide if it's going I to be see, Hades. For the or chat to pick Undertale. The chat's going to pick Hades. I, I think Hades is the popular vote to win this. I, I think Hades will. I, I, I would say chat's going to pick Hades as well, but we will find out right now. Hades versus Undertale. The chat is poll is up to decide who will advance here. Hades versus Undertale. I'm actually very Undertale had way more memes, so I'm thinking it's gonna go Undertale. Oh, there there are hella memes of Hades with all the thirsty characters. Hades jumps out to an early lead, 68% of the vote to 32. Yeah, as the as the Hades jumped ahead, Barrett put in the thing, all caps, don't fuck me, chat. And I think you're getting fucked, Barrett. Yep. (laughs) 66% of the vote is with Hades right now. Yeah, Hades has, like, I think Hades has wider appeal than oh, Undertale. Yeah. Like, Undertale hits hard for its audience, and that audience is sizable, right? Like, I'm in that audience. But, like, Hades took everybody's hearts, right? Like, it's rare to find somebody that's like, oh, I didn't like Hades. I yeah, Hades didn't work for me. Yeah, Everybody fucked with Hades. <laughs> oh, no, have, Janet says, as Barrett Courtney enters the Discord call. Hello, Barrett, how are you? Chat, don't fuck me. Chat, stop it. Barrett, I feel Why like would you go against one of the warning, most Ten well, second warning. This is one of the Ten. most well-written, not just Nine. indie darlings of all time, one of the best Eight. well-written video Seven. games when it comes to characters. Six. What the the, the themes and how all those Four. characters come together for Three. the end of the game. Two. One. God. Hades just... advances to the finals with 61% of Chat, the Chat, you're dead oh, to close. me. Oh, you're dead to me. Way. They changed it as I clicked it. None of you are my best friends. Barrett took it there. Ladies and gentlemen, your final matchup is Celeste versus Hades. Uh, Celeste. Let's fucking go. This is a fight right here. It's Celeste. I hate it. Do you guys have any other? I can expound if needed, but it's Celeste. I would say Celeste. I I think I would also say Celeste. Yeah, man. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, with your huh. universal pick, Celeste is the champion. I Celeste can't believe it was is that the PlayStation easy. indie yeah. darling. Well, so let's it's talk like, about why it was why that happened that way. It does everything. It does everything. You know, it has it story, it has gameplay, it has music, um, and it has fantastic level design. And oh my god, that Pico 8 stuff too, that's like the game oh, inside yeah. the game. And it has like great um approachability and it's um how it lets you not just change the difficulty but really fine-tune it to exactly what you want it to be um it touches on 
themes that are, I think are, you know, very important with like mental health and like insecurities and anxiety. Um, I, you can argue that it's, you know, not the most groundbreaking statements on those things, but I think the way that it exemplifies them through the storytelling and the gameplay is really nice. The feather thing, again, that's been done kind of a lot since then, but it like when you were in those moments, like it really did hit. And I think in some ways, the way it went was sort somewhat surprising, right? It's this idea of fighting inner demons and you do that figuratively and literally so through the right? embodiment of Battleline. But then you kind of, I think, the, you know, light spoilers for Celeste, or spoilers for Celeste, right? The coming together of those two characters in a way that I think is so beautiful if you've ever struggled with either dark moments in your life or you generally have like a mental health stuff that you fight against. The idea of like, oh man, I'm getting emotional talking about, of not disregarding or throwing away the bad parts and the dark parts of you, but realizing that what it really takes to overcome that is to find a way to find acceptance with the dark parts of yourself. And then even if you don't give a shit about that, it's a fucking good platformer. And I think that's what's cool too. Like I love that. And that's kind of like, you know, not to throw back to the Undertale shade, that's kind of my beef with Undertale. Like it feels like you have to engage with it in a specific way to enjoy it. Okay. But that's what I like. But that's what I like about Celeste that you don't need to have, you could like it for the all of it or just for some parts of it. And no matter what slice you want to take, there's so much to enjoy. Um, it is a buffet where the food's all actually good, which doesn't really happen. Um, and yeah, Celeste is, is fucking fire. Um, I feel like often, I think uh, oftentimes when it comes to games that we put up there as like 10 out of 10 games or masterpieces or indie darlings or whatever, it is it is often a conversation of, oh, this game was gr- groundbreaking or this game was perfectly designed, right? Or this game has no notes, right? Like this game, like Celeste somehow I think does all of it where... I do think it is a groundbreaking game, right? For all the reasons I mentioned earlier in the episode of, yo, how often do you get 2D platformers with a story and then also a story this good and this deep that then interlinks together with the gameplay? How often, uh, like, this is a game that introduced, again, an assist mode that the industry adopted, right? And, like, we still talk about that that assist mode to this this day, and that did so much for uh, uh, so many people. Sure. But then you talk about just the quality of the video game, and it is... Per, like the platforming that game is perfect and it takes it to the level of right like we mentioned right it's approachable for the greg millers of the world who's like oh yeah one screen i can push through that right like yeah, I, can, yeah. I can do or that or i can fail at this over and over again and not feel like i'm screwing up everything it's like super exactly. meat boy if there was heart inside of it no offense to me boy i love you also, but like ain't nothing going on with that story it also takes it to the level of cool now let's do the fucking ultra mario kaizo shit where it is you are figuring out like press X on this frame of this dash to jump further or whatever, and it teaches you that stuff, right? It holds its, its hold, it holds your hands hand through that stuff, and that stuff that's all extra, right? You don't need to interact with that stuff, but it gives you the option and it creates levels around that, and it has like the B side levels that take the regular levels and remixes them, but also yeah. remixes the soundtrack. Like it does so much. There's so, so much. It does it's everything so perfectly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just Bless throwing it out there, blessing you also so easily uh, went against Hades as uh, picking Celeste over it. Would you have done the same if Undertale had made it to the final two? After talking through it, I think so. And that's weird because I never thought it, like, Undertale's always been my favorite indie game and one of my favorite games of all time. After talking through Celeste, fuck, like, Celeste might be up there. I never thought about Celeste being one of my favorite games, but I might have learned something about myself today. Wow. That and that's what happens on PS I Love You XOXO, ladies and gentlemen. 
we learn something about each other. Uh, if you've enjoyed this episode, head over to patreon.com slash games, where, of course, you can write in to be part of future's episodes. You could be voting in future polls, and you can get the exclusive post show we're about to do, at least me and Janet, because Blessing's got to go to the airport. Yeah. Uh, however, if you have no bucks, toss our way each and every Friday, youtube.com slash games, roosterteeth.com, and podcast services around the globe for a brand spanking new episode. Congratulations to Celeste, of course, for becoming PlayStation's best indie darling, according to Yes, I love you, XOXO. But in the comments below on YouTube, what do you think is the best indie of all time? Let us know. And if you're in your car, just roll down the window and shout it out. Janet will hear you eventually. Mm -hmm. Until next time. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen. It's been our pleasure to serve you.